0: Hello everyone, welcome to 60 Pounds Sound. I'm your host John and with me today is Daniel. We are going to talk about the MCU, um, drawn to a close. Well, I say a close, it's going to keep going, but the the main stories, the main characters we've been following have either finished their arcs and left or they're they're starting a brand new arc. um, Either way, Endgame came out to great uh, plume, everyone loves it. Uh, We're going to go back and do kind of a retrospective today, we're going to go back to phase one. Um, that was for anyone anyone who doesn't know what those movies are. That is Iron Man, Iron Man Two, The Incredible Hulk, Thor, and Captain America, finishing with The Avengers. Um, so, I mean, let's start at the beginning. Iron Man, two thousand eight. Robert Downey Jr. Um, how old would How old would you have been two thousand eight? Because that's eight. eight. So, years you old. Know, I am. Old. I, I I think
1: I saw Iron Man Two in the cinema. I okay. 2011 or so Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fun. and then I went back and watched Iron Man 1.
0: Right. I mean, Iron Man 2 gets a lot of shit, but I, I think it's as good as Iron Man 1.
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of um, Whiplash. I mean, no, that's fair. And um, Hammer as well. Oh,
0: loves- I love that guy.
1: You love the actor.
0: Yeah, Sam Rockwell is great in everything. and I, I like his Justin Hammer. I've been waiting for him to come back because you know, he's done nothing since that movie except like a short
1: yeah i like the relationship he has with tony but i'm not a fan of him yeah just a bit of a dick he's like well, tony but more of a dick and i didn't know that you know at least tony stark does the right thing
0: <laughs> yeah no i i like hammer um but i mean iron man one you were eight years old i would have been 18 um so like you've really kind of grown up with these movies like yeah. in a way from a, a very young age and you've watched this rise. Um, like Iron Man, when it came out, I remember seeing like there was pictures in, in, in magazines and there was some buzz on the internet. The internet has, uh, well, the internet's exploded. It's become something so different from what it was originally intended and, and in a lot of good ways. Um but you didn't have anywhere near the capability that you had now to look into, like, you know, what's happening with this movie, when is it being made, where is it being made, who's in it? Like, that information wasn't as available, so we had to go through all the magazines we could find to just find any bit of news. You know, the first time I saw that Iron Man suit, I was blown away because it just looks so cool.
1: Yeah, well, the whole... Tony Stark is just super cool yeah. as well. Yeah. And then he gets an Iron Man suit and he's even, be- even better. Um, the Iron Man um, comics, they weren't very good, were they? Or well, they didn't get very much reception until Robert Downey Jr. in the film.
0: So, I mean, we're going to have to cover that. If we're talking about Marvel Phase 1, it's probably good to know the history um, yeah. behind Marvel as a company and where they were at that point. Um, so you had, I want to say in the 90s, early 2000s, Marvel was in a real tight spot. Um, the comics weren't doing too great. The company was doing quite badly. Um, and they had a new guy come, come in uh, to run the company who just kind of, he got them back up and running by licensing the rights. Um, so like the Spider-Man movie rights have been tangled up for years, like years and years. Um, no one knew who owned them or. Uh, like James Cameron had him for a while and he wrote a script. I mean, we'll cover that James Cameron script one day because it is fucking nuts. Like I think I you'd get, he had it. you get it. I think you get a good laugh out of that script. Um yeah. it's hilarious. Uh, it's, they
1: never made the film though.
0: Oh no well, it was basically he was he wanted to make the movie, bought the rights. From the impressions I gather he kind of forgot about it and the studio was like, we need a script or we're not gonna pay you and he was like "Ah oh, fuck. Uh, give me give me a couple of days knocked together a script and gave it to the studio just so we could get paid. Um, The production company that owned Spider-Man went under, no one was sure who had it. Um, And the guy who was in charge of Marvel at the time got a lawyer in, figured out the rights, and then once all those issues were solved, he started leasing out the rights to all these different companies. And that's why, you know, you had like Fox developing all the Marvel, all the um, Mutants movies. So, you know, X-Men, Deadpool, Exports, all that stuff. That was all owned by Fox. Um, on the other hand, you had Spider-Man, um, originating with the Sam Rainey movies, with Tobey Maguire. That was owned by Sony. And they kept hold of those rights for a good long time. They still technically have those rights, but Marvel, you know... Did what marvel it's does marvel into five films or something like that. it's yeah. something like that and then there was an issue with the renegotiations and everyone, for a second everyone shit their pants because they were like oh we're gonna do spider-man from the marvel universe and then oh wait no you know they they came to their senses and, and you know cooler heads prevailed and gave us a couple more spider-man movies he's gonna be making a, a couple of appearances appearances sorry in other movies
1: i think um, they're making a venom 2 which he yes, made. I've
0: yeah, I've heard the
1: rumours. Which I, I, well, I like the first Venom film, but it's not really what we're here to talk about.
0: No. Um. As an aside, that Venom movie isn't bad. Yeah,
1: right. I, I enjoy it, but then if Tom it, Hardy's in it, so it's. You know.
0: If it had come out ten years earlier, it would have done a lot better because it feels like a very early two thousand movie. It feels like it belongs with like Underworld and, and movies like that. Um. So, so Marvel sold the rights on film to all of their characters to a bunch of different ca- uh, companies. Universal owned the Hulk rights. Um, so then, when it came time where they decided, like, we should make a movie, like, like why not? Um, they looked in their bag and they were like, well, all of the most well-known characters are owned by other companies. So we're just gonna have to do what we can. Now, um, in the in the comics. Since the movies came out, they've risen to greater prevalence. But in the comics, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, these weren't weren't huge selling characters. Um, The biggest people, the biggest characters for Marvel a lot of the time used to be, uh, in the 90s, it was like the X-Men. X-Men number one was one of the best selling comics of the time. Um, Spider-Man is their big earner. Um, And since since Marvel wanted to make movies, they were like, well, who have we got? Well, we've got the, orig- the original Avengers. So we've got, you know, Iron Man and Captain America and, and Ant-Man and Thor and all the rest of it. So, so let's just, you know, see what we can do. So they make Iron Man. Now, I don't know if Disney purchased Marvel before, during or after the Iron Man movie. Um, I'm kind of unsure on that. Um, but regardless, once Iron Man came out, They were purchased by Disney, and then they had the big money.
1: Yeah, that Iron Man 1, is I watched it a couple of months ago, and it still holds up. For a film that came out 12 years ago, it is still one of the better films in the MCU by a long stretch.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think a good part of that is Robert Downey Jr. is... Oh, he's wonderful in that role. Like You couldn't see anyone else taking on that mantle now.
1: No. Uh, it's, it's quite funny how when they've, they've made the animated series, they've, they've kind of based Tony Stark yeah. on Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark.
0: Um, I mean, even in the comics, they've kind of done that as well. He
1: just fits the role perfectly. There is no yeah. other man who could play Tony Stark in that manner. And that, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it was an interesting um, pairing, if you like, because you had. So, Disney chose, uh, well, Marvel chose John Favreau to direct, and I think he co wrote Iron Man. Now, yeah. John Favreau was a successful director, um, don't get me wrong, but he'd also had some movies that hadn't done great. Um, and so, Disney managed to get him kind of cheap. Um, so, they, they got someone who knows what they're doing. Um, and has the expertise but needed kind of needed a win um, and, and so you know they had someone who knew what they were doing who was good but who would also listen to direction um, a lot of people will credit the Marvel movies uh, the MCU's success to Kevin Feige because he has really like he's been the puppet master behind this whole thing he's pulling the strings he's, um, he's the one lining up directors, actors, writers like everything he has final say he's got the oversight um and it's hard to argue with the results um he's turned superhero movies from kind of a niche um not very well funded set of movies to i would say the predominant form of cinema
1: at the moment definitely i think if you look at the uh, like the top gross grossing movies of all time there's about three or four of them in the top Top 10, yeah. probably more than that. I know they brought out Avengers Endgame twice, or was it? It might have been Inf- Infinity War. I know they brought out one of them twice, yeah. They topped the, the rankings.
0: I mean, why not? It's only Avatar that needed to drop yeah. in that top spot.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Avatar.
0: I don't know many so people. I think have... Titanic was up there as well. Were, yeah, <laughs> James Cameron's up there a couple of times, but yeah, uh, Titanic, I at least kind of get because it's. It was big for the time. It was, you know, cutting edge and whatever. Um, but for Disney to now have, I think, at least three or four of the top grosser movies of all time, all be part of their Marvel Universe, um, is a massive accomplishment.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's just, I think it's um, three of them are the, are the Avengers movies. Yeah. So, Infinity War, Endgame. I don't think Age of Ultron is up up there. I don't uh, think think, it's I think it game. is. Really?
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's sitting around like number eight. Don't quote me on this. Like, I will <laughs> check this directly after this video. So, uh, you know, there's no point telling me I'm wrong because I will be checking, and I most likely am. But yeah. you know, it, yeah. To, to make... we're going to be so off with these oh,
1: guesses. So off.
0: So off. <laughs> You'd almost think we ended our research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're around for this show, you know that research and the, the highlight of what we do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just like to chat. And a lot of the time it's chatting shit, but it's entertaining shit nonetheless, I certainly hope Um yep. So, yeah, Iron Man, right out the gate, great director, writer. Uh, co-producer in John Favreau, the oversight of the legendary, well, now legendary Kevin Feige. Um, and again, Robert Downey Jr. was kind of in a similar position to James Favreau, uh, John Favreau, excuse me. Um, because he, whilst he had been quite a successful actor in his youth, and he was the son of, of an auteur, auteur, film director, um, very public issues with alcohol, um, yeah, it's, uh, I think he did some prison time for a little bit. Um, so like, he kind of needed this. Yeah, well, he w- that was the thing. Um, I don't know this 100%, but I'm sure it played into Robert Downey Jr.'s accepting of the role because he kind of,
1: without even realising
0: it, had a, a connection to that character. Because in the comics, Tony Stark was a drunk. Like, He's a reformed alcoholic um obviously disney is not gonna let that play out in their superhero movie but they kind of give you shades of it like in iron man 2 when he's at that party and he's in the suit and he's acting very irresponsibly um that's kind of the closest they've come to doing that
1: but they swapped Um, it with ptsd haven't they yeah which i i suppose fits disney a lot better than an alcoholic which i get and i'm happy with the you know that they they portray it quite well with the struggles he has with his mental health. And I, it's good. I enjoy it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how they would have brought in an alcoholic addiction <laughs> to a child's movie or
0: a children's yeah. film. But, it's very hard uh, to sell that. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Even, now, Greta Paltrow, she, she comes out with some of the most insane shit I've ever heard. She is a crazy person. However, I love seeing her in those movies. She's great as pet Potts. uh
1: yeah when in that first film um when she's chucking out the um the journalist that Tony has spent the night with <laughs> she, she goes through, she goes through some of her roles and she, she says something about that checking out the trash or something like that as yeah. he shows her to the front door <laughs> it's so sassy but it is <laughs> it's yeah great. i see i'm not a fan of gwyneth paltrow massively but as pepper Pot she's great yeah yeah i mean I'm,
0: seen, I'm sure there's other actors
1: that could have done that. have you seen the the clip of her i think i think she's with john favreau and she, he's trying to he mentions that she was in Spider Man. She's like, I wasn't in Spider Man. <laughs> definitely wasn't in Spider Man. And then, <laughs> so stupid.
0: She's done that a few times.
1: I don't know if it's just a you no know, publicity stunt or. She's I
0: I think she's just it. a little yeah. bit out there.
1: Yeah, just, like if she's not she's... into those movies, then you know.
0: Yeah, I well, I mean, she sold a um. Let's say she sold a particular kind of scented candle um, that dominated the news. <laughs> in in some aspects, it was uh, it certainly was something. But someone who would do that, I would definitely see them forgetting who they started the movie with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I did want to say about Iron Man. Um, those suits, every single one of them, without fail, looks badass and cool.
1: And just the plain silver one looks.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Just, well, it's Roby, It's the one he uses to fight Iron Man. Yeah. So that's
0: seven, that's the Mark Two. Um, that was mostly developed for flight. Um, it's also yeah, like you say, it's the one that. Gets converted into the first war machine armor, and I really like war machine. Like, is Tony's suit more capable? Definitely, but that war machine suit looks so cool.
1: (laughs) He's a he's a military man, isn't he? Yeah, not he's not just an out there guy who sells. Yeah. uh, explosive things to anyone who has the money for them yeah you know it's interesting Interestingly, who do you prefer as um Radio, the original one who i can't remember his name or don cheetle uh it's,
0: i'm trying to remember
1: I, I think it's james something but i can't remember i always think been in a few other bits but yeah I can't
0: remember sure it's, uh cuba gooding no no not cuba gooding jr Oh, what's the guy's name? That's gonna bug me now. Find it for
1: me. Uh, Terence Howard.
0: That's the one. There we go.
1: I knew it when I when I saw it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I like Don Cheadle. I liked Terrence Howard, but because we only got Terrence Howard for one movie and he, he mostly kind of had a bit part, um, I feel like Don Cheadle's had much more to work with um, and, and more time to kind of get everyone used to him. And he's a good actor anyway, so I'm going to say Don Cheadle just because that's who we got and I like seeing him.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose it's difficult to compare one movie up against four or five yeah. or however many really he's been in
0: although that you know at the end of iron man or near the end of iron man when he's flying off to confront over stain i think and Terrence howard is in I almost called it the Batcave. it's not it's just tony's garage yeah. uh, he's in tony's garage and he looks at the silver suit yeah. like, next time, next when, time. I was in, when i was in the cinema and i saw that i was like oh cool they're gonna do they're gonna do fucking war machine yeah i was like awesome can't wait for the next one and they did in the next one. So, like, it was it was perfectly set up, and it was very cool to see.
1: Well, they stole the suit, didn't they? The uh, the US military stole um, yeah. the Mark II, which...
0: Odd. Is
1: stupid, but I'm surprised Tony just did not give them one.
0: I mean, I like how they... I like how it was Justin Hammer who did all the upgrades to it.
1: Uh, that, that moment where... Um, <laughs> It's, whatever it's, it's the Widowmaker or something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, the ex-wife. It, yeah, <laughs> the ex-wife. To, it just bounces off the, um, <laughs> the droid guy and just doesn't do anything. It's just that exchange between Tony and and, and yeah. Um, hammer tech. yeah.
0: Yeah, HammerTech. <laughs> yeah. So funny, and it's such a silly moment, but it's just brilliant.
1: Yeah, there's there's a few moments like that with especially with uh, Roddy.
0: Yeah, I think Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle play off each other really well. Um, it's a testament to the fact that they're both great actors, but it's also like the on-stream chemistry there is is just so good. You see Iron Man and Rhodey hanging out. like It always feels natural and, and cool. Um, Definitely. I do like There's in Iron Man 2, uh, Pepper Potts is talking to him as he's flying around as Iron Man. Um, and it's when... I think Black Widow reboots Rhodey's suit, and she's talking to both of them on the radios while they're in the suits And she doesn't uh, realize—he doesn't realize that Pepper's on the line. And he says about how he almost died, and she's like, "You were dying," and he was like, (laughs) "I was gonna tell you in Paris." (laughs) No, Venice. That was it. Venice. Yeah. Because they they have a little argument. He's like, "We could have been in Venice," and she's like, "Oh, grow up." Brilliant, but he, he says so, it's like, "We will talk about this when I'm not fighting off a hammer-roid attack." <laughs> just silly throwaway lines, but brilliant. The humor, yeah. the action, everything in those movies is just great.
1: I I really like the moment in. I, n- I know we're doing phase one, but the moment in. Um, I think this is the just end kind of game. When, when Ant Man and and John uh, and uh, Don Cheadle were naming the. Um, the time travel films. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Oh, there's 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 another great moment where um, where they go to Tony's um like cabin or, or whatever. Yeah. And he's um he speaks to Ant Man. It's you're you're uh, basing the fate. Uh, no, you're basing the fate of the Earth on a Back to the Future movie or, or something. <laughs> something to that. Um, you know. Something similar to that. Oh, it's just they've just got some great lines, but it's just testament to um, Robert Downey Jr. in the role and as an actor.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I see why he he kind of reached his limit, and he was like, you know, what? I think I'm good. Because I mean, I think because I think because the MCU wasn't fully established, and you know, they they made cuts where they could. Um, part of his deal was that he gets some kind of royalties or subsidiaries. Um, so he has made ridiculous money out of those movies. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy amounts of cash.
1: Definitely, yeah. He's very, very rich man.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, he earned it. Played, yeah. played the most, in... yeah. one of the most iconic <laughs> characters in cinema now. Like, yeah. It's hard to think of a time before. Uh, you can't complain. No. It's not like he's not worked for this money. Yeah. Yeah. Like he acted his ass off and, and did a great job. Um,
1: Although it's it's quite funny now. He's, um, Robert Downey Jr. has actually spent a lot of his own money to in these schemes and technology things. I was reading up the other day. So yeah. He literally lives his life as Iron Man. Just without the suits. <laughs> <laughs> and he wow. gives like millions to charity and things like that but,
0: yeah because he seems like a really lovely guy yeah I saw him on um, Joe Rogan and uh, yeah just seems really funny really calm really cool I mean he he is Iron Man yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah I mean, I mean he's he's the face of the Marvel Universe It's why it's so hard like thinking about going forward without him um, yeah. because like even though everyone is hu- a huge star like we, we love all of those movies and we love all of those characters and the actors and everything but like if you had to say who embodies the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Iron Man
1: yeah it, it helps that he started it off yeah he, you know the first what three movies were well the first out of the first three movies two of them were Iron Man films yeah and yeah. Everyone forgets about Hulk anyway anyway,
0: so I think I mean with that, we should really talk about the Hulk because that's that's an interesting yeah. one because, as you say, people kind of forget about it and it's almost viewed as being outside of that universe, even though it is definitely inside that universe.
1: yeah, I don't think it helps that they changed the uh, the actor no I can't remember the original actor's name Edward Norton. Edward that, huh? yeah, and then Mark Ruffalo. Yeah,
0: um,
1: I don't, I don't think that helps. But then you've got, you've got um, Ross in there twice. Ross.
0: Yeah, General Ross. General Ross.
1: He's he's in uh, the end of. Yeah. Man then, he's in like
0: Civil War and, um, all well, those other movies. I mean, he's he's the best person for that role because he look like if I if I had to find someone to look like General Ross, it's that guy. So. You know, I don't know what
1: else he's been in, but
0: uh, I think I feel like he plays military guys a lot.
1: Yeah, he's got that look about him. Yeah, Isn't a stern look, the grey mustache, and yeah, yeah, he looks like a a military veteran.
0: Yeah, he may well be, or he's just a good actor. <laughs> he's just got yeah. a military-looking yeah. face, but like <laughs> yeah. I. I don't understand all the hate that that first Incredible Hulk movie got, because, like, firstly, I love Mark Ruffalo in those movies. He does a fantastic job. Um, Yeah, I think he's great. I can't complain. Um, However, I think I prefer Edward Norton.
1: Um, I don't think... uh, Well, in the later films, you've got, quite, um, you know, Mark Ruffalo, he's... He he takes a lot of shit, and it's he's quite an amusing character in those films. Probably not so much in you know, Avengers One, but after that, yeah, you know, he's a bit of a comic relief. I think yeah. I don't know if Ed, Ed Norton would be as good as that, um, as good as Mike Ruffalo. But that's the only thing I would say. Other than that, I think Ed Norton was better yeah. for the role.
0: I mean, Ruff, Ruffalo is good, and you need like he does that comic relief very well. But I feel like Edward Norton's portrayal of um Bruce Banner is a bit more like how I would imagine it. Um like he played he played the character very nervous, very like alert, very aware that like people not only were people looking for him, but he was also um like trying to stay as out of the way as possible. And I really like that portrayal. It's how I would imagine. Bruce Banner to act because like he's not a superhero. He's a scientist. Like he was just a nerdy scientist who like by some miracle didn't die when he was exposed to this radiation. Um I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's just because of the Hulk that I've read or or grown up with. Um but to me, Banner always seemed like he was like scared of letting the Hulk out because like, he just didn't know what the Hulk would do.
1: Yeah. He plays a similar role in um, the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Where, um, you know, he's nervous. He doesn't want the Hulk to come out. And he's not as good as Ed Norton. Nowhere, nowhere near. Um, but then in the later movies, he calms down a bit and he kind of embraces it. Yeah.
0: I mean, that is one thing about... Um, endgame that I wasn't a huge fan of is they used
1: Professor Hulk so, um, getting towards the end of you know the MCU, I think they went too far with the comic relief you know the bit in, in Thor when he jumps out of the, um, the spaceship and he says something to Valkyrie like what's yeah. this and then he just lands as like a he just hits the ground yeah. as himself it, I'm not a fan of that
0: it's uh, funny it but it makes him himself. a bit too ridiculous yeah
1: yeah, and again, in, in Endgame, when he's using the, the Hulkbuster suit, you know, the Iron Man Hulkbuster, and he trips yeah. up. Again, they went a, I think they went a bit too far with the... Um,
0: They've made him a bit slapstick.
1: Yeah, which I think Mark Ruffalo does a great job at. And it is amusing when you're watching the films. You know? yeah. But then when you look back and you think, mm, I don't yeah. know if he should be, you know, they should take... It, yeah, you get one, try to say.
0: Yeah, I understand that scene in um, Infinity War at the beginning when Thanos beats the fuck out of the Hulk. Like, I get it because you want to show that this guy is like so badass. But at the same time, like, he makes Hulk look like a bitch. Yeah. And then like the,
1: the first few seconds of that fight where Hulk is yeah. hitting him a lot, the Thanos just, turn, just turns just turns up the heat and beats
0: the shit out of him without even yeah. trying. He fucking spanks him, yeah. like. I don't really like that because you're basically saying, like, I mean, I don't like Thanos. I'm just going to put it out there. It, like in in Infinity War, he's you know he's a compelling character. Don't get me wrong, but um, whether it's in the comics or the movies, I've never been a big fan of Thanos. I think he's too, yeah, he's too much of like a, a Mary Sue. Like he's he's very much like oh he's just so powerful. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, there's no, well, there's no stakes. Because yeah. apparently, even when he doesn't have any gems or anything, he can take on the Hulk and win easily. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's... Mm. And Hulk never gets to, like... I was really hoping that there'd at least be a scene where Hulk, like, comes out and goes for Thanos and is like, nah, you know what, fuck you, and, like, gets really wound up and, and gives him kind of a beating. But yeah. no, we get no closure so the last thing we see of like proper hulk he gets beaten and smacked around and then uh eventually is just like professor hulk yeah kind of feels like a, a bit of an, a, a weird a weird send-off
1: yeah I, I don't like how in avengers 1 the hulk can take down those massive jatari. Like gunships or whatever yeah. you want to call them, and um, and then he comes up a guy up against a guy who's slightly bigger than him, and he doesn't even put up a fight when when Thanos when Thanos tries, he's he's got nothing. It it it, it does seem too good, yeah. too powerful. Um, and yeah, I don't think he was the right choice, but then I don't know which character could have brought. Um, you know, which uh, bad guy could have done as good of his job as Josh Brolin as Thanos?
0: No, that's very true. I do like Josh Brolin as Thanos. Uh, like, Thanos is a cool character. Well, in Infinity War, Thanos is kind of cool. But in Endgame, he's just kind of like a generic bad guy. Yeah. You know, it It, like, it, it feels really strange. Yeah, it, it definitely...
1: It, it doesn't seem right. And how he's fought he's, he's fought for all of this shit to happen. He you know, he wants to snap, he's cut down half the world, and then he's just kind of retires in his garden and gets beheaded by Thor. It's a bit of a anticlimax.
0: Yeah, that five year time jump I really uh, don't like. It
1: messed everything up,
0: but I mean, endgame I think we should probably do one just on Infinity War and Endgame because like I have Endgame is fine. But I actually feel like it's one of the weakest movies in that um like in that set of films. Um, bring
1: time traveling time travel into a film, you're you're gonna set yourself up for you've got to be bulletproof yeah, if you wanna bring time exactly. travel in. Um and for them in endgame, uh as soon as Thanos did the second snap when he broke all the stones, that was it for me. That you know, that film it, you've now you have to do you have to set up time travel and then you then you you set yourself up for mistakes and you
0: know everything that happened with yeah. um, and, you know it's yeah it's hard because if you the thing with time travel is, travel is like you have to be consistent in how it works yeah, um, yeah. you have to have very clearly defined rules otherwise it's just kind of like a Deus Ex machina it's just like, uh, time travel, you can just wave your hand and you know, whatever. Um yeah. and that is problematic if you're trying to make a compelling narrative. Um but let's bring it back.
1: Yeah, we've got oh, jump right we've to jumped the up. end. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so I mean we've we've kind of discussed the whole I mean one other thing I do want to mention about that incredible Hulk movie. I prefer the design of Hulk in that film to the design of Hulk in Avengers and Go Forwards.
1: He's a bit more gritty, and he's a bit. Well,
0: it's mostly uh, just like Hulk in Avengers is a chimp, and I'm not. I'm not saying he's a chump and mispronouncing it. I'm saying he um, he act he moves acts like a chimp. He's very much like on all fours, and yeah,
1: it's. It's a bit like King Kong, really. Yes. That's what they've based him on, and,
0: and his face it doesn't work really like ape like,
1: yeah. They've based him on King Kong, and he's not King Kong, he's a, he's a human, well, yeah, he's a man. Well, he's, he's a man, he's just massive and green. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I think the I was, best version of Hulk after that incredible Hulk version is um, in Ragnarok because he's just yes, a big guy, he's just he's a, a big, guy. big green dude
1: yeah he's got those uh whatever they are they're not actors. they're just clubs i guess
0: and he's yeah. got the armor
1: on he's not jumping around scaling buildings with all fours yeah yeah
0: i don't even mind the whole like because don't get me wrong that i mean we'll get to avengers but like hulk acts cool in it it's just his mannerisms so like there's there's one bit where um you know, shortly before he does the thing with Loki where he like smashes him back and forth. Um, yeah. Like, Hawk stands there and he like smashes his hands down and then goes towards him. And it's the movement of an ape.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Not
0: a person. Like,
1: yeah, you just expecting weird. to run. Well, well, yeah, if you're going to compare that to uh, Ragnarok when he's fight he's yeah. fighting Thor in the in the arena. He yeah. runs at him like a man, he swings at him like a man. There's none yeah. of this like chest pounding, hitting the ground yeah. bollocks that, that come with um you know the the first it's well you know first Hulk second. and Avengers, yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean I, I I think this is just gonna end up being uh, General Marvel chat rather than just doing phase one because there's just so much to cover, and because it all links together, I like, yeah, this well, is just going to be all Marvel.
1: We're comparing Thor Ed Norton to Thor Ruff, uh, Ruffalo, aren't we? So it's,
0: you I mean, Hulk, yeah, so, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: sorry, sorry, yeah, Hulk. Just, <laughs> just about yeah, uh, a, just Ed Norton as to Thor, just this, just. <laughs> Skinny dude, just like
2: I am Thor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean,
1: speaking of Thor, Did that, we skipped the movie, or are we? No, I mean, we just kind of Iron Man two, but then we, I guess we went over Iron Man two when we well, I mean, Iron we can
0: on. talk about Iron Man two a bit more. Um, if you want to do them like in order that they came out. Um,
1: yes, Iron Man two. Podcast.
0: I think anyone who's watched any of our videos knows that this podcast has a very loose feel to it. There is no plan. There's no plot. We just kind of go with it. Um, you know, we generally try and stay on point, but, you
1: know. Yeah, we've not done too bad. At least we're still no. talking about Marvel movies at the moment.
0: <laughs> we haven't, like, gone off on a whole other thing. Um,
1: we're not stuck to phase one, but we are still on Marvel.
0: So it's Yeah,
1: fun. yeah, close enough. Close enough. Close
0: enough, yeah. Um. Iron Man Two uh, as, just, as I said before, I really like Iron Man. I like it as much as I like the first Iron Man. Um, I think I love War Machine um, that Mark three Iron Man suit um, no, sorry, it's the Mark four because the Mark three is the one that he uses at the end of the first Iron Man movie. The Mark four is the one that's got like the triangular um, uh, reactor. Yeah. I, I think that's probably, I, I prefer that being a triangle to being a circle.
1: Mm. I feel That really great scene in Iron Man 2 when he's making the, the triangle thing.
0: Yes, the go- he's making the yeah. new arc reactor. Yeah, it's great. There's, there's some really cool stuff going on in that movie. Mm. Like, I'm not sure why using Palladium is giving him like a, a circuit board thing on his neck.
1: I assume it's just because it's in his veins, and maybe it's blood poisoning.
0: Yeah, but I don't think anyone's veins are that like. They don't look like circuits.
1: No, but they had to make it cinematic for it to work in a movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, with this one small complaint on what I consider to be a great movie.
1: We're talking about a guy who flies around in a big metal suit here, and you're moaning about how his <laughs> veins are structured. <laughs> but, that is not the issue we should be. No <laughs> you're an issue with that. You've got an issue with the whole film. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Um, it's the only thing. It's the only issue that I can think of with that movie. Like, I like it. I'm
1: not a fan of Whiplash. Um Not a fan of I guess you could say his arc Um, he's not a very compelling um, villain for me no there's nothing about him that I like there's nothing about him I particularly dislike other than the fact I think he's just a bit boring doesn't have much of a role to play
0: yeah I I think it's there's a lot of superhero movies kind of have the thing where they like oh the villain is a dark reflection of the hero mm. so you kind of have i mean kind of treading the same ground that iron man one did in some ways yeah. um yeah.
1: well he's got the he's got a similar thing to the arc reactor that's where he gets his power from yeah he he build, his chest. that's where he gets design. the electricity on the um on the the whips i guess yeah
0: mm. i mean i, I kind of like that hammer brings him in and that he e double crosses him and yeah like i like that aspect of it
1: i would have preferred to see hammer as a villain more than the Flash.
0: yeah, yeah. But, i mean but... it would have been cool um mm. so in iron man 3 the iron patriot where they take war machine and they basically paint him up to look like captain america um yeah <clears throat> in the comics that was norman osborne um formerly the green goblin he basically maneuvered himself in such a way that he took over a program called the thunderbolts program and the idea of the thunderbolts is kind of like a suicide squad but for marvel um they take villains and repackage them and then like they're a team of heroes or heroes um and norman osborne takes an iron man suit or an old war machine suit um paints it up to look like captain america and he calls himself the iron patriot um i was i would really like to see because um justin hammer's still still a character um he hasn't been killed Mm -hmm. off he's out there somewhere. something probably yeah Mm -hmm. um i would really like to see a thunderbolts movie where he takes that um the old iron patriot armor or builds his own and he's and he leads his own team of like thunderbolts and you could haven't they already used the uh, iron patriot they have but you could basically say that it's just um that i don't know the government own that because it's part of uh, because Rody works for the military you could say well the government owns that iron patriot suit and it was designed it or it was based on justin hammer's designs because the war machine armor is built by uh, justin hammer it's initially a stark suit but then he does he puts his own thing on it so the idea that he has a blueprint or a schematic for that suit is not that far-fetched yeah, and it could be it that maybe yeah, maybe the military approached him and said, look, will you design us a better one or another one? Mm-hmm. And so you could say that that um, that Iron Patriot armour that Brody wears, you could say that Justin Hammer designed it. Yeah, And then backdoor in, like, that's why Justin Hammer has one. And he, I mean, especially in an MCU that's post-Tony Stark, it would be pretty cool to see Justin Hammer kind of, like, use that idea and be like, oh well, never fear, Iron Man may be gone, but the Iron Patriots here. Yeah. You know, and and have him pretending to be a a new hero while actually being a bad guy.
1: Yeah. Um makes sense.
0: Maybe I'd
1: like to see that.
0: Yeah, maybe using that position to um maybe using that position to manoeuvre the government and everyone into like getting rid of the Avengers
2: yeah
0: because we've already we already know that the avengers roster has been um it's been pretty damaged because now captain america's gone and iron man's gone and those are two of your big stars and your big characters Mm -hmm. um but i mean we should we should definitely talk about captain america because i mean that is yeah yeah um Not. We'll go back to Thor. Yeah, he can wait. It's
1: it's not the best film out of the Marvel Phase One. No,
0: but I feel like it ends with one of the best films in the Marvel Universe currently, with Ragnarok.
2: Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, and and we haven't had a Captain America movie since um, Civil War.
1: No, Civil War was good, but it wasn't as good as The Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah. Although I,
1: I, they've used the same storyline for all, all three films, it is very yeah. Bucky based, but then I guess that's, that's because he's, you know, Steve's best mate.
0: Yeah. To play. He does. I really like Bucky in those movies. Um, <clears throat> I think Sebastian Stan is really cool, and I think he's a good actor. He does that role justice, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I really like him in that uh in that first film well i like him in all of them but i, I yeah. think i prefer you get um more of a okay, a human connection to him rather than this yeah. guy that's been juiced up on some roids and, <laughs> and uh, you know do a load of murders for um for you know, the russian governments yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you get quite a good connection between you know the young skinny um steve who needs to eat a sandwich as uh that yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, yeah, you get a good connection between those two. Um, he's just it's just, uh, Sebastian Stan just does a very good job at Bucky Barnes, you know, at being yeah. Bucky Barnes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and also you got Peggy in that movie. Peggy's good.
0: Yes. Um, one thing, one complaint I have about Peggy is that um, it's it's meant that Steve has this weird thing where no matter what he does he just wants to go back and be with Peggy and it, it feels a bit weird
1: You we think 80 years later you kind of be over her by now yeah. yeah Like and after seeing her die in a care home you wouldn't yeah. really, uh, you're seeing her as an old woman and that she's dead and that she's had a good life you wouldn't want to go back and change that just for your Well, this is is the thing.
0: So he, I mean, this is a a weird thought, right? He sees, when he gets unfrozen, he goes and sees her semi-regularly. And he knows that she gets Alzheimer's. But he also knows that she has a husband and children and, you know, she lived her life. Hmm. In Endgame, he goes back and marries her, which means, like, her husband... An old man who would have, you know, been very nice to Steve and very like, oh, you know, come in and and you know, she would go sit with her or whatever. Like he's basically stolen a life away from her. Yeah. Because she moved on, like she met someone else and married and had kids and all the rest of it, and then he's gone back in time and gone. Ah, no, you don't.
1: <laughs> Not to mention the fact you've got a, like an airplane, an aircraft carrying like a giant nuke towards like the main America or what whatever the reason is they you know they uh, yeah. they play it doesn't work that he's gone back no, Although he he kind of has a moment with her her niece doesn't he which' he is does. weird but not as weird i don't think
0: i mean it's weird when you think that like
1: he's a hundred year old man
0: it's her past, but it's steve's but well, Steve's past but her future, so like he goes back. He marries Peggy. They live together. Peggy's sister or brother or whoever comes over and brings their four-year-old daughter for lunch <laughs> with her auntie and uncle. And he's got to sit there, look at that child and go, when you're like, when, when you're, I don't know, 30, we're going to make out under a bridge. <laughs> that's, that's a strange, awkward it's situation a, for everyone it's involved. A hor-
1: it's a horrible thought
0: i want um, to
1: bet he never tells Peggy that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
0: not. <laughs> he goes back to the past. She's like, is there anything important I should know? And he's like, no.
1: Although I wonder if they told in, in the um, original ti- um, timeline where you've got Peggy's niece as a grown woman who's just made out with um, yeah. Captain America. I wonder if anyone goes back and says, well, you know, Steve, yeah, he went back and married Peggy in a different timeline yeah. he's known you since you were born and then she's just like oh, oh my, my
0: god <laughs> that is... <laughs> we've I think you've just exposed the darkest side of Steve Rogers
1: <laughs> I, 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 I would hate to be her at that point because then you yeah she, she just remember you know okay it's not her childhood but she's still she will still be kicking about in a different reality with this you know this guy who she actually really likes you know she lives next door to him, he's a nice guy, he looks about thirty five ish but he's actually in his eighties or maybe even older than that, and yeah, and when she thinks about it, she's oh yeah. the
0: problem is like, she's technically made out of her uncle well, it's how so those the time travel aspect is shown you know you can't change your past, you can only like. We can only influence it because the past will stay as it is, but you'll create a second path where that never happened. And so you have parallel timelines. But then we throw that away when old Steve turns up.
1: Well, yeah, because he doesn't come back on the platform.
0: Because it then implies that he was married to Peggy all along, which means that Sharon can go and see him as an old man and be like, we were hooking up. And then you went back in time and married my auntie and then you met me as a child and I grew up and you knew.
1: And you didn't say, "Ah, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't work. The, the time, you know, the way they've explained it doesn't work. That is incredibly contradicting that the fact, firstly, the fact that he's gone to a different timeline yet turns up in this original timeline. Yeah. Um he doesn't come back on the platform if he comes back on the platform then i would you know what i'd be fine it makes some sense but the fact he's just sat on a bench it's just stupid yeah i would have liked to see as um as bruce goes to bring him back um i would have liked to have seen you know steve just turn up as an old man um yeah you know maybe he doesn't come, I think they count to five and then they bring him back, and it doesn't work. maybe it doesn't work the first time, but they try it a couple more times, yeah. and then they bring him back, and he's this like super old dude, and he explains what's happened to uh, to Sam and to Bucky. that would make a lot more sense than him turning up in a different timeline that he doesn't exist in anymore, yeah, as an old man with a life with a with like a life that doesn't make sense.
0: Well, the other problem is like that means that old Steve Rogers has been around since the beginning of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, because he went back in time, uh, you know, it would have been helpful. Any information about the Tesseract, about Red Skull, about Thanos, about Hydra, like, right. he could have saved thousands of lives
1: but it was already set in stone, perhaps...
0: Yeah, but it wasn't uh, because he went back. And we've already shown <laughs> they could change things because Loki disappears with the Tesseract when they yeah. go back to New York. Like, he went back in time and beat up himself, which I'm <laughs> sure he probably doesn't remember happening. Like, no. it's insane. Like The
1: weird it, thing uh, is, he'd have memories from both angles of that fight. Yeah. And that would be really confusing. It's like me having a conversation with someone, but remembering my thoughts from both sides of the conversation.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, or remem- or remembering what it feels like to punch somebody and get punched at the same time.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, oh, I remember stupid. that hurt my hand. I don't remember it hurt my fucking face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It does. See, with time travel, I think Doctor Who works really well. You know, you've got these fixed moment in time. So you can't... unless unless they have that that law um yeah. that rule and they just haven't explained it you know these these thick, fixed moment in times you know yeah. you can't change them you can't go back and stop the tesseract from you know loki from taking over the tesseract or you can't um you know you can't stop thanos from coming if they if they explained that then fair enough but they don't they leave it so unclear yet they set out these stupid rules at the same time it yeah but even explaining that sounds stupid right now it sounds like a contradiction they've got all these rules but they don't have the basic rules in place to make it work
0: yeah i mean it's it's the trouble with time travel in anything like it immediately muddies the waters and you you need to make rules and you need to stick to those rules and you can't can't mess around with them to make things work the way you want them to yeah definitely like that is a big problem
1: it really is and i don't think enough people are talking about it
0: no Um, it's why i think
1: i'm not on any of these like marvel forums or yeah um but the majority of people that uh so i've watched youtube videos um of people talking about endgame and marvel movies and um everyone loves it yeah they haven't thought about you know it, it doesn't make sense yeah, it's why I mean, no,
0: it's for me. Superheroes, but yeah. It's it's for it's why for me. Endgame is more of an anti-climax than like a great movie. Like Infinity War is a great movie, exactly. Um, because like even that fight when they're fighting against Thanos and they are literally like they are throwing everything they've got at him and they are barely staying ahead of it. Like yeah.
1: that fight on that Titan, turns up. Yeah. Oh, oh! I was talking about the fight on um.
0: In oh, in Wakanda.
1: But I yeah, mean, just, start with the one in Titan.
0: On Titan, they are constantly on the back foot. Like they are constantly just trying to like, just not die. Like it feels desperate. Like everything is a last ditch effort. Like ah. You got yeah. that scene where like Tony's like. Out running out of nanites and like he he moves them away from his leg so that he can make a glove with a knife on it and ah just
1: snaps it off and puts it through his stomach yeah no it's quite upsetting when you see quill find out about gamora because she's obviously yeah. dead and he doesn't know and they're so close like the glove the gauntlet comes off halfway yeah. and then oh, he just that scene, it's so upsetting to watch because you yeah. think, they've done it, they've finally done it. And Quill just loses his shit. And... Yeah. Although I don't know what Drax is doing at that moment. I would like to see Drax just, you know, hold Quill down whilst they do this shit.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I
1: haven't seen it in a while. I know, I know um the girl with the antenna, I can't remember her name. Mantis. Mantis is, you know, making him sleep. Yeah. You've got spider-man trying to pull it off you've got iron man i guess holding him back and dr strange uh, the, no the...
0: iron man and parker are both pulling the gaunt off oh okay um yeah. whilst like strange i think no i think drax is holding one of his arms and strange is holding it with the, the... Uh, yeah the crimson Fans of sight wow
1: i don't know how you've remembered that <laughs>
0: because i know comics
1: <laughs> i was just gonna say the um, like the whips
0: yeah <laughs> yeah those
1: orange things but, just
0: uh, that whole thing is so like it's a great movie that scene is fantastic although again as soon as you start thinking about it like they show we'll get we'll get to it we'll get to infinity we're not we're not anywhere near there right now we we're we're kind of dancing all over the place, but we're I will. Phase sp- one. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this in Infinity War. They so that big that big guy. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, oh, they cut arm yeah, off. Yeah, they uh, cut his arm off with one of the portals. He's one of the children of Thanos or Black Order. Um, yeah,
1: he, I don't know if he's got a name mm-hmm. in in
0: that uh, it does have a name I just can't remember what it is because
1: you've got uh, Ebony Moore you've got Corpus the, Glaive and is, is she the one who throws the spear or is that
0: no Glaive is the yep. other one
1: Glaive is her husband
0: <laughs> I don't know um, if it's her husband it, it's just they another they definitely have a thing they
1: yeah. definitely have a thing yeah no they do because in in, um, in Infinity War they kind of touch on it when they have that initial fight with Vision and uh, Wanda I, guess. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember the fight, a...
0: but I don't remember them being like, uh, uh like
1: partner. I. I think, yeah, they are. I think they are because I can't remember which one it is, but one of them is lying on the floor, and Scarlet, not Scarlet, which um, uh, Black Widow goes to shoot them, and she says. We never have another chance to kill us, and she's like cradling him on the floor as he's like near death.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it's true, unless they're just very good friends. Maybe, yeah. maybe they're just plutonic friends. Yeah, but I think there's a thing going on there. Maybe, maybe, but either way, that guy gets his arm cut off with a portal, and I was like, oh, maybe they're setting up like it's foreshadowing. Doctor Strange is going to be like, well, yeah, on, You the, could just be his like, arm somewhere.
1: They just get Quill and Drex to hold his <laughs> other arm. As Doctor, Doctor Strange just takes like three seconds out. And yeah. Just, you know, it's just... Or Doctor Strange sends the um, the cape to hold one arm down. Yeah. And then does the... You know, the, it's going to take Thanos more than a couple of seconds to get that off yeah. his wrist. It's, it's, it's stupid when you think about it. It doesn't really work. Yeah. But
0: However, in the moment... <laughs> It's great. <laughs>
1: great, definitely. Yeah, they definitely shouldn't have put that bit in the film where that guy loses his hand.
0: Yeah, because it kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's still, it's still a good movie. It doesn't ruin it for yeah, me. No. It's just kind of one of those things where you're like, mm, but... Never mind. Yeah. Um, but no, back to, back to Captain, America. <laughs> Captain America. First Avenger. <laughs> Um, that suit, like I've I've read Captain America comics. Um, some of them are great, some of them not so much. The suit in the comics looks fine, but there's no way you could actually like give him that suit in the films. And so when they gave him a version of that suit when he's doing like the shows for the troops and the bombs, when they showed him in that suit, I was like, oh, that's cool! Like they managed to get the original suit in there as like a, a prop almost yeah um that's pretty cool and then when they gave him the proper suit i thought that looked really cool as well considering
1: i can't remember the difference between the two of them at the moment um i'm just picturing the uh the suit from winter soldier when he jumps on the boat ah that's that, the it's the best, best, suit. It's the best suit. suit yeah it's it's my favorite same um, same Although the Infinity War suit is quite nice as well. well and I like that he has the, tit- uh, the not titanium, oh, I can't remember. The
0: word. Vibranium.
1: Vibranium. Um, like bits on his arms. Yeah, as the he uses to punch the, Yeah. They're cool. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not, it's not, it's more practical than the shield, I think. Um, but it's not Captain America if he's not got his shield.
0: Yeah. I mean, That suit is just the Age of Ultron suit. Or, well, it's the Civil War suit, but with the star ripped off um, and dirty and damaged.
1: I like that about the suit. that It's, you know, yeah, been through all this shit with him.
0: Yeah, that you can't get a replacement made. Which is weird, because if he's hanging out in Wakanda, I'm I'm sure T'Challa would be more than happy to whip him up a new suit.
1: Well, he says get this man a shield. Yeah, and
0: then he gives them these tiny little ones that
1: fit here. Just get this man a suit would be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah like, give him- I've got a Black Panther suit. I mean, it, it's not a Captain America suit, but I mean, it's vibranium, bulletproof. There's a like- bit of
1: a size difference between um, those two guys, though. Yeah, but I Although imagine- I imagine it's kind of stretchy.
0: Well, when he puts... Because Black Panther... Uh, Infinity War is set after black panther. Is it after, yeah after black panther because black panther follows civil war yeah um it's like he already has that thing where he touches the necklace and the suit comes out of the necklace it's almost like tony's nanotech um so yeah i wouldn't they could have done that but
1: i really like the um, the black panther suit when when you hit it it kind of the suit
0: fights yeah. back it there's
1: that um that you know, energy blast. Yeah. But when, uh, when um, T'Challa kicks it, um, after his sisters, I think. It's his sister.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, she's, you know, she's shown in this new suit. He kicks it. and He goes flying across the room. Yeah. And she's filming it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see Captain America in a suit that has that. Yeah. Mate, just for this one film, you know, when when he yeah. needs something a bit different to his average Captain America suit, just give him, you know. You've got the resources.
0: Well, yeah. This is the other thing now. Like now, Tony Stark's gone. I mean, who's going to take charge of all that stuff?
1: Yes, him. It... Either Hammer comes back,
0: or mm.
1: or um, uh, T'Challa does it. Because don't at the end of uh, Black Panther, they they set up a network for.
0: Yes, yeah. They set up like a, a charity. Or like an outreach center, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. They could set it up there. They could there, but they use because um, I can't remember her name. What's it what's it just called? Shuri. Yeah. If if she maybe she'll make all the
0: maybe you know, I mean cool. They've set up so they've set up Spider Man to kind of be the next Iron Man. But they also made a point of putting the kid from Iron Man 3 into the funeral scene of Endgame. So I'm wondering, because I, I don't see Marvel going forward and never having an Iron Man. Um, so my I think a lot of people's speculation is just that that kid is going to um, take over as Iron Man. And maybe build his own suit, or maybe Tony's made him a suit. Um, or maybe Tony's going to, you know, give him some capabilities.
1: Yeah, I can't see Tom Holland as the next Iron Man. You know, coming from me, this is going to sound a bit rich, but he looks very, very young. You know, yeah, he looks incredibly young to be in charge of all this shit.
0: I don't think it's cool that he makes
1: it. Well, yeah, it'll be happy, won't it? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't even think Happy will be in charge. I think Spider-Man is just going to step up and be that level of superhero so one of the things so in marvel comics for example um spider-man is like a b or c list uh, superhero like he handles generally speaking um like street level threats like bank robbers terrorists um some supervillains but mostly street villains and so people like the rhino are difficult for spider-man to fight but iron man have just done like It's not a problem for Iron Man because he's a higher level hero. And so it's like that. I mean, you could argue that's what the Avengers are in that universe. But like Iron Man, Captain America, um, Thor, these are, I mean, Black Panther as well. These are like the A-list heroes in the Marvel's uh, comic book universe. And Spider-Man's kind of like B-level. So he's, he's not quite up there. He's not dealing with international incidents or invading armies. He just kind of hangs out in New York and does this thing Um, in in the movies. In the movies, I'm more than I'd be more than happy to see Spider-Man step up and become like an A-list hero.
1: Yeah, I I don't think his powers are good enough. I don't think he's strong enough to take on um, like a big, big villain, like you say. Um, He's more of a Black Widow level. You know, he's just a guy. Yeah, he's. He's got. A, he's a bit better than Black Widow because he's she's just a woman with a gun. Yeah, uh, they don't really touch on how he gets his spider
0: powers. No, I feel like that's probably there's been a lot of
1: Spider-Man origin stories.
0: Yeah, I th-
1: he mentions in one of the films that I think he was bitten, but I can't remember which yeah. one it was. Um...
0: Who knows? Who knows?
1: It it's probably homecoming. It was probably homecoming. Probably. I, thought, every, I think he says it's knows. a man.
0: Yeah. Everyone knows that Spider-Man was bitten by a radioactive spider and got his powers. So you don't need to go over that again. You can just say, you know, because he's had his powers. I think he says he's had them for like six months when um, Iron Man shows up at his door in Civil War. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so, yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, I could see Spider-Man stepping up and taking on that role. Um, But yeah, that's... We've totally abandoned any pretense of doing phase (laughs) one. I mean, we're we're just kind of generally chatting now, which... You know what? Seems to be working better, so we'll just go with it. Um, I mean, I'm sure... uh, Considering how much money those movies have made, I'm guessing everybody on Earth has seen them at least once.
1: Yeah. Well, everyone on Earth has probably seen at least one MCU film. Yeah. If not, you know, four or five.
0: I mean, we should definitely cover Thor.
1: Yeah, I don't think we went over Captain America.
0: No, no, we didn't. Uh, Yeah, let's, let's finish off talking about Captain America because, like... So you, you have Captain America, the first Avenger, and it's good. It's a cool, you know, family adventure movie. Um, good origin. Yeah, great or origin. Um, great actors, great cast. Uh, Chris Evans, just the Captain America. Uh, much like Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's going to be hard to find someone to replace him if you were to ever try and do that in the future.
1: Well, they, they have with... Uh... With Sam, haven't they? Sam.
0: Yeah, but I just mean more in, in if you're gonna choose an actor to be Steve Rogers. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know and you can't recast him. Um, so no. it's gonna to have to be I and I like that because it means that these universes are gonna have um like like lasting consequences. You know, yeah. like you can't just you can't just be like, Oh we got a different actor, there we go. Yeah. I mean that might work for War Machine, but not for one of your main characters.
1: And for Hulk before they really brought him into the...
0: Yeah. But uh, as you say, that's before they really, really brought, brought him in. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Win- Winter Soldier I think was the first... Cap- it was the first Captain America movie where people were like, oh, this is like clever and cool and kind of like spy espionage um, in a yeah. way. Um, it's got as we already said, the best Captain America suit in it.
1: I think it's the best. It's my favourite film from the entire MCU, is Winter Soldier. It I think, just works so well. Yeah, I think that's true and of I'm, a lot of people. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only person with that
0: opinion. And it's like, probably one of the best portrayals for a lot of characters, Like Black Widow is awesome in that film. Yeah. Like she is so just badass.
1: Yeah, even the, even the bad guys in that film are great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ramlo is crossbones. Uh, Ramlo. Yeah. Crossbones. Um, the guy who plays Brock Rumlow. who is crossbones. Um,
1: I can't remember his name. His name. Uh, and you've got all the, the Hydra stuff going on as well. You you then yeah. you find um, you find the, the computer with remember, the scientist the scientist's name.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, I
1: can't remember his name, but
0: it's. It's
1: not Erskine. No, it's like... I'm getting out See. think. Oh, okay.
0: We're going to be... We're going to be stuck trying to remember. Zola! Arnhem Zola. Zola.
1: Arnhem Zola, yeah, there ah, you
0: go. I beat the internet.
1: <laughs> no, you beat me typing something into
0: the internet. Ah, I beat the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arnhem yeah. Zola. Uh Yeah, that... You know what? It's a bit part. Like he's in it a fair amount, but it's just very small, like bits and starts. But that guy, he just does a really good job. There's not a lot asked of him, and and what he does do, he does really well. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Sebastian Stan, like Winter Soldier, is just such a cool movie, and it's such a great. I really like the Winter Soldier character. Um, yeah. I like him in the comics, and. Because the Winter Soldier movie was a fairly faithful adaption of the comic book of the same name. Um, uh, the comic book is all about Bucky turning up. Um, Steve looks at him and he's like, Bucky? And Winter Soldier says, who the hell is Bucky? Um, like, they really found the perfect way to mix the comic with, like, um, an established universe. Like, there's a Definitely. really great synergy between those two um, ideas.
1: Yeah, the the one the one thing I would say about that film that like I'm not a massive fan of. Um, you know, Bucky just has that mask over his mouth. Yeah. He does have the glasses at one point. But if your best mate since you're a child, you know, he comes up with just a mask on his face. You're gonna look at him and you'll be by his eyes. You'll be like, oh, that's Bucky. It, they just wait till right at the end when that when the mask gets thrown off. Yeah. Um, everyone knows it's Bucky if you're watching that film you know it's Bucky
0: yeah well I mean I I could see it because it's literally just there upwards and whilst you'd probably recognise it I can at least buy that if it's you know with the goggles as well Like I'd buy that you might not
1: recognise it yeah with the goggles
0: definitely but But he's got like the black paint around his eyes as well so I don't know
1: if they're not exactly maybe from a Far distance, but they're like beating each other up and in, in each other's faces.
0: Yeah, this is true. This is true. Those yeah. fight scenes are amazing, though.
1: They are in their choreograph. It's the choreographing in those fights. It's incredible. It matches yeah. that of Anakin Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. It's yeah. All it's missing is the lightsabers. To be honest, uh, <laughs> that's the only thing that holds it back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but it's. I mean it's cool. Yeah. I like how um like Steve throws the shield and uses the shield in combat, but the Winter Soldier just fucking perfectly Yeah, I think well, because... catches it. Catches it right. Yeah. Well in, in the back of Bucky's head, he must have consciously like Bucky saw Steve use that shield throughout the war. And so he must kind of in the back of his head know how to like like what Steve's gonna do with it and what his moves are. Yeah. Um, and it's cool to see him be like a worthy opponent, to Steve, as well.
1: Much like Anakin, only be one. They're friends. <laughs> they know. They know what they're going to do next. they
0: yeah.
1: like, they trained this <laughs> guy for years. Or, well, maybe not years. In oh,
0: uh, years. They're in, in the so. war, so. Although I think, I think it's 1938 that Captain America is set. So the war didn't finish for a good like two, three years.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Um, you know the scene where Steve is holding back the helicopter.
0: Oh, in um, Civil War. Is it
1: Civil War or is... Oh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: the helicopter's yeah. taking off, and he's like grabbed hold of the helipad, and he's like basically holding like, like, ke- ke- the helicopter. The helicopter. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Um, it's a great scene. That is um, a great scene. But back to um, like the first Avenger. Uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah. Um, I am terrible with names. The Red Skull. I can't yeah. remember his name before it was the Red. Yeah,
0: the Red uh, Skullface, Red Guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I knew it was Red Skull. I just Sorry, think Ross. of his other name. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's, he's a great character. Um, yeah. You know, great. He suits. He suits the Captain America villain down. Like perfectly, yeah. I I see. I haven't read all the comics, um. Well, I haven't read many comics at all, yeah. Um, but I can't think of anyone else that they have put in the MCU that would suit a Captain America villain better than him. Yeah, I mean, like, Red- I imagine Red- he's the main villain in the uh, in the comics.
0: Yeah, he's one of he's one of the main uh, villains. Red Red Skull's cool, because like. He's scary and imposing, and he's yeah, you know, he's a Nazi. Yeah, like, essentially, yeah. Nazi in this day and age is shorthand for like, you don't, you can. Nazis are always the bad guy. No one is going to show Nazis in a sympathetic light because you can't because they were the bad guys. Um, <laughs> you're familiar they with the
2: bad guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're familiar with the Mitchell and Webb sketch. Are we the baddies? <laughs> um, one of the greatest comedy sketches ever. Um, it
2: is. It's look it up.
0: It's fantastic. Um, yeah, like, there's. Red Skull is an interesting way to bring that World War II conflict into the modern era. Um, yeah. Because he's an, like, Red Skull is a Nazi, but he's also able to. Like, he's also a super soldier. He's also very intelligent and uh, ruthless. So he's, he's a good foe for Captain America to fight. Um, it's a shame that they just kind of, well, I mean, Hugo Weaving um, basically decided after playing that character for one movie, he was like, ah, I'm done with that now. And they're like, uh, I'm pretty sure you're contracted for more movies. And he was like, I'll just pay, like, buy my way out of the contract. I just wanted to do it once. And yeah. so you get to Endgame and you have a guy doing a Hugo Weaving impression of the Red Skull.
1: I guess to be honest, I not know it was. I thought it was the same guy. I didn't realise that it, it was. Yeah,
0: that's how him. good he is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it helps that his, you know, he's got a lot of face paint on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit going on here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got half a nose. His face is red. Well, there's a skull.
0: <laughs> you know what they say? Everybody looks the same with the flesh scorched off their skull.
1: I didn't know that was a saying,
0: but it's that is horrible. <laughs> but uh it, it's a uh, very awful way of saying we're all the same underneath. Yeah. Um Yeah.
1: It makes sense. Um I like the red skull when he turns up in the um in uh Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the fact now he is um he's just he's free now. He's not he's not guarding this this soul stone anymore, he's free to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And, it, and hopefully he turns back. Uh hopefully he turns up.
0: Yeah, unless he's like unless he's still stuck on that planet.
1: well he's probably stuck there,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't know how he's getting off. He's just there forever. Yeah. Also, how do you get yeah. the soul stone back? Do you just throw it off the edge? Like
1: Well, I think once you you take it, it's, you know, it's it's whoever holds it at that point. It's not going to go back.
0: That's one thing that they did in the Cinemac universe that was kind of of strange, because in the comics, anyone can hold an Infinity Stone. You don't need to be um, a celestial or a crazy powerful being. Like, anyone can hold and use one of those stones. Um, So this idea that, like, only certain people can do it and it takes a heavy toll and I'm just kind of like, that's kind of strange.
1: Yeah, You know, I, it's one of the collectors, like slaves, grabs the power stone in, yeah, in Guardians Guardians. of the Galaxy. Yeah, and she kind of disintegrates and breaks into little flecky parts. Yeah,
0: she basically explodes.
1: Yeah, I I don't like that. I don't like that. No. Um you have to be a special, you know, yeah. special person to hold these um, these stones.
0: Yeah, even just one of them. That's that's weird. But you know, I it, get it. You know, it works. You,
1: it does work. They explained it from the beginning. Very, it works because they explained it so well.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, they, they, right from the start, they said you have to be pretty powerful to carry these stones yeah and then in the end it it kills tony doesn't it because he
0: it does it does because he uses them yeah um so they're they're quite
1: consistent
0: with that yeah i think consistency is i think consistency is an underrated phenomenon and it's a big reason for the success of the marvel universe because like that kevin feige has made sure that there is that consistency from you know, Iron Man, right the way through to Endgame. And whilst there may be minor issues, he's generally pretty on the ball to prevent those kind of things from getting worse or being big problems. So, yeah, other than the
1: other than the, the time travelling issue,
0: other than the um, time
1: travelling, it is a major issue, but he's done a, a great job. Yeah, I was really excited for the uh, the Russo brothers to you know to do another film. Yeah. Um, and it was just a letdown after after they've done the uh, the two Captain America movies. I don't think they did the first one. No, no, they didn't
0: um, do the first Avenger.
1: You know, they did Winter Soldier. I think Civil mm-hmm. War, yep. Yep. Um, Endgame End Game, and well, Infinity War, and then End Game. End Game was just such a letdown after these incredible movies that they've been making. Yeah. It's a weird uh, end. Yeah, isn't it? <sighs> I don't like the fact that Thanos destroyed the stones with the stones.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like something you shouldn't be able to do.
1: Yeah. Um but other than that final movie, I love the MCU, it's great. Yeah. You know, there's not a movie in there that I particularly dislike. I've I've I said earlier I'm not a massive fan of Iron Man Two, but I appreciate it, it's got great moments.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, I mean, I. I no,
1: I you okay. oh, I was just going to say a lot of people hate on Thor Dark World. I love that film. It's, it's great. It's, yeah. I really enjoy it. And uh, it's Christopher Eccleston as the uh, Dark Elf as well.
0: It is. It is. As uh, Malakit.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was watching that um, a couple of months ago and I was like, that can't be Christopher Eccleston <laughs> It can't be. I would have known now if he was in, <laughs> if he was, and then I could, I was like, oh, fuck it is. It is actually Crystal <laughs> Eckerstone. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I know you're not a massive fan of Captain Marvel, but I enjoyed
0: the film. It's fine. Yeah. Um, You know, that's, is it super interesting? Not really. Um, There's
1: a cool relationship between Telos and uh, Yeah. uh, Carol.
0: It was it was better than I expected. Mm. Um but I think I didn't particularly have high hopes for it going into it. Um so it would have been very difficult for it to disappoint me. Um
1: Yeah, and you've still got Nick Fury in there.
0: Yeah, Fury's in there. I really like that he loves that cat. (laughs) Like I know it's a I think was it a flurkin?
1: Yeah, it's a flurkin. Like there's some great moments just around, based around that cat. Yeah, but yeah. when um when he says to Talos that he's just got his eye scratched, um and he was like, oh, "It's just a cat," and Ta- Talos just turns around and just goes, "No," <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to, and then it, and then later on in the movie, he just hasn't got an eye anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of like how he's looking at a selection of glass eyes, and he's just like, mm, "I kind of like the eye patch." Yeah. Well, he uses
1: it in um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, as uh, he's the only person who has who knows what that eye looks like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I I know you were going to say something, and then I started talking about Thor, Dark World. No, no,
0: it's fine. Um, um, I mean, you kind of brought it there anyway. I, I was just going to bring it round to Thor. Like, I I don't think there's really been a misstep with Thor. I feel like he's had a really good character arc over these movies.
1: Yeah, you you begin in you know the, the first Thor film where he he gets banished from Asgard for being a cocky little well you know just yeah. a bit of a twat. He he just jumps into battles with whoever he likes, and then his dad has to come and you know rescue him. Yeah, he gets kicked into Earth, falls in love with um, with Jane. Who,
0: I mean. Wouldn't we I all? Would,
1: I yeah. would fall in love with Natalie Portman. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think I think I already did a little bit when she was in Star Wars. Like...
1: <laughs> Curly hair, Nat, Natalie Portman in um, *Revenge of the Sith*.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, when that movie came out, I was only five. But <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. According to *Phantom Menace*, like a couple more years, and you would have had a shot. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely, yeah,
0: um, yeah. I I like Natalie Portman in anything. Like she's really cool. I really like her in that movie as well because she's like funny and clever, and she's not done. She she's not. Um, one thing I will say for Marvel is that their love interests, in terms, like you know, there's Jane, there's Pepper, um, Peggy, Sharon, I guess. Um, uh, what's her name? Black Panther's girlfriend.
1: I She has a very small part to play in
0: Black Panther. She you know? does, but she's still cool and capable. Um, like I I it's very easy for me as a guy to sit here and say, Oh yeah, Marvel does like women really well. Like <laughs> I think they do. I think they show decent representations of these characters. Um yeah. but yeah, like I really like Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. She's funny, um, interesting. Uh, it, it's a shame that they didn't have her in the MCU more. Uh, I'm not sure what. They're bringing
1: her back in. Um, they are. I'm quite London excited. Thunder.
0: Yeah, I'm quite excited for that.
1: Yeah, me too. Me um, too, but it was it 2021, but I imagine it's been set back at least six months. Well, everything. Current is set back. climate.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But like Thor's had a really good progression of character. Like, like you were saying, he, he gets banished from Asgard for being an arrogant dick um, and not looking before he leaps. And uh, that scene, that first scene um, where he, he says, I think it's Odin says to him, like he, he says something like, you're a, a callous, cruel boy. And yeah. he just screams at his dad, he's like, and you're an old man and a fool. <laughs> like, that's a great scene.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Anthony Hopkins, so, awesome as Odin. Like, I mean, he's great. awesome in everything anyway, but, like, his portrayal of Odin's really cool. Um, Chris Hemsworth is excellent.
1: There's not a character in that film that I dislike. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. You know, you've got, uh, if you talk about um, like Asgard, you've got his dad, you've got his mum, you've got Loki, you've got Hirondel um you've got the f- three or four friends that he's got that the they're Warriors great three. yeah they all they have exist. a great part to play yeah they all have an incredible part to play then you bring it back to earth and you've got um you've got Jane you've got Eric Selvig, you've got their Darcy in inter- Darcy she is, she's got some she's great yeah
0: yeah um, she's really she's cool. hilarious um
1: and i really hope
0: they bring her back for um, love and thunder as well
1: well, they brought her in for Dark World and she has her own intone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I love. Like that movie, I think it gets too much. It gets a lot more shit than it deserves.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. It's, it's not a terrible movie. Um, yeah. Like, and, and if you, sorry. No, no, you go.
1: I, I was going to go back to the, about all the characters in, in the first Thor movie. You've got yeah. um, Agent Colson in there. As well, yeah. He's great. He's very, very, I don't know if that's his first real role. Um, I know he he pops up now and again in. He popped I, up in too. Yeah. Yeah, but um, he he seems to play quite a p- pivotal role in Thor for me.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, he takes away all of Eric and uh, Eric stuff. Um, and Eric and James, you know, research steals yeah. that. Um, he's, he's there in Dark World as well, isn't he? Or is it? Uh, no, he's dead at that point. Yeah, yeah. Of course he's dead.
0: That's post-Avengers.
1: Yeah. Um, Although then, he's not uh, dead because he's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I've never yeah. watched
0: that. I've never watched it either. I'm I've, glad watched, I'm glad that Greg Clark got to carry on playing that character. It's a shame it wasn't in the main universe. Yeah.
1: I, I watched that first scene on YouTube where he's he's like he wants to die they're bringing him back in um, i don't know if you've seen that like the clip no nice. he's playing yeah, um i think they're doing like some operation on him or they're bringing him back from the dead and he's like screaming just like just let me go or something it's a bit it's quite dark really I, and, yeah. and i'm saying that where well, i haven't watched i haven't watched um agents of shield so if that is incredibly wrong then i apologize <laughs> i've seen that i've seen that somewhere um yeah. Yeah. I, I really like like the same with the you know the character arc, it's, it's great. He's, he starts off as this even even when they look at um Thor and Loki as children and Odin comes out with that uh, great line, um you know, a wise king never goes into
0: a war with you know Never goes looking for war. war. Yeah, yeah, he must always be ready for it
1: yes yeah um and between then as thor is a child and then when he gets ba- banished from um asgard there's no real change in his character he's still yeah he's still an arrogant child who wants to go and you know
0: yeah i mean the great thing about uh, so i mean for, for thor across those movies he has a really significant carrier arc, uh character arc and he gets funnier as time goes on, I think I like to think that's because he's um, like he's spending so much time around humans that he's picking up their traits.
1: I would like to think I I, I agree with that. But I always, always think that um, because all of his family members have kind of died, he's, he's just become really cynical and, you know, sarcastic. <laughs> you know, his, his mom's dead. His dad's now dead. His brother's just been yeah. killed. Jane's left him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I he's in a pretty bad place think, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's both of those. Uh, yeah. Oh, and now Asgard's completely gone. Heimdall's dead. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to think it's it's the fact that he spent a lot of time with humans. He gets the humour as well yeah. as, um, you know, he may be making up um, yeah. for being you know sad and depressed
0: about his family dying. Well, it's cool because you have like that scene in the diner in the first Thor movie where he drinks the coffee and then smashes it on the ground and demands another. Like yes. that is so funny. <laughs> it's so good. That's, it's just perfect. But then you get to like Dark World, yeah, um, and, and he's he's being more responsible. He's you know he apologizes to Jane for being gone for so long because he's had to go throughout the nine realms and restore order. Um, but the other really cool thing about the Thor movies is um Loki's character progression. Cuz by the time you pick up with Loki in Endgame, like he's really run the full gamut. Like he he him and Thor were close and then um he betrayed him and tried to kill him and then you know in Avengers he's like nah fuck these guys. Um, even all the way through to Thor Ragnarok where like he's finally beginning to kind of change as a character and and become more responsible and appreciate Mm -hmm. like how much his brother has done for him Um, and then you finally end up at Endgame where like he sacrifices his life for Thor yeah like that and that's that's something you would never have seen coming when you saw when you saw Avengers
1: when you when you watched uh, well yeah Avengers or um, when he's imprisoned on Asgard yeah. in I think Dark World you would have never have seen Loki give up his life for his you know his brother yeah they they hate each other although although you've still got this great brotherly
0: you know sarcastic you know jokes yeah. Like, I like still. how Thor is always like the older brother, where he's he's like, no, I like I know my brother does some messed up shit, like, Means, but yeah. he's still my brother. Your brother killed forty two people. He's adopted. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that's a great scene.
0: I think the best story when um, Thor's reference in Loki is in Ragnarok, where he's like, this one time when we were three, he turned into a snake, and he knows <laughs> that I love snakes. So I picked up the snake and I went to cuddle it, and then he turned in into Loki, and he was like, "Ah!" and he stabbed me.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like that's a weird story. It's like we were only five. <laughs> oh,
1: I like when they um, when they play, get help. Yeah, and they're having they're having this chat in the elevator, and then like, humiliating. It's, yeah, and then it just cuts to. Thor carrying him was like my brother, yeah. just help.
0: <laughs> and then yeah, they beat each other <laughs> up, and then, then
1: Loki double crosses him.
0: Yeah, and then Thor no, crosses him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we keep doing this dance, you yeah. and I. But the truth <laughs> is, Loki, you're never going to change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm really excited for the um the Loki. Uh, yeah, season.
0: I but really hope Chris Hemsworth is, is in it, at least a little yes. bit. But the oh, problem that's is, that's,
1: thing I really, it's, it's the other universe, isn't it?
0: Well, that's but, Avengers yeah. Loki. It's not the Loki that, you know, come all this way and, and, you know, decided they'll actually, like, my brother cares about me and I've just been a dick the whole time. Like, this yeah. is Avengers Loki who's like, Tesseract. Hmm?
1: And the thing is, it's not the main timeline. It's not the Steve Rogers going back timeline. It's a separate, time. it's a third yeah. timeline. I kind of hope that they ha- they, they forget that it's Avengers Loki, and you know he's still got this quite amusing relationship with his brother. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. to It would make for a better movie, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I. That's the thing. I think Rag- Ragnarok is a lot of people's favourite Marvel movie for a lot of reasons, but chief among them, I think, is like. You have, it's interesting because throughout the movie, you have Thor in this place where he's he's finally getting like, you know what, like, I can't trust my brother. He's a fucking nightmare. It's his fault my dad is dead. He's released my sister. Like, it's his fault my fucking hammer got destroyed. Like, like, fuck him. Like, he's never going to change. It's time I just get over it. And it's interesting that when he expresses that to Loki. Loki looks quite hurt because he's kind of like, but you always like, you know, you you always fall for my pranks and you always like, you always forgive me. Yeah. And I I, I like, I like that idea in Ragnarok where Thor's finally like, you know what, you're not going to change. And you see that look on Loki's face. Like, he looks genuinely upset that his brother's lost faith in him. Yeah. Just one of, Many amazing
1: parts of that movie. That movie's great. Tiger White great, it? Uh, yeah. ah, Cork. I love Cork. Yeah, it's not. It's not just Cork. It's. It's just the um, like the the di- How well he's directed it. Yeah. Well, everything. Like, every everyone loves Cork, but you know that goes without saying.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> my friend Mick, he's a bug man with knives for hands. <laughs>
1: Oh, there goes another one. <laughs> that can be good. <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. Although, I mean, going back onto the character arc of Thor, um, yeah, and you kind of see him get into a slump after everyone's dead and turns into a fat guy. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not a massive fan of that. But no, mean, um, by the by the end of it, he's still a fat dude, but he's. You know, he's, I think he's out of that slump
0: now. He's Yeah. Well, I read an interview with Taika Waititi who was saying that, like, obviously he didn't come up with that idea for Endgame, um, and he said, like, people have seen that, so we probably won't do it. Um, I think Endgame. I mean, we've already talked about the issues that we have with it, but I think my biggest problem with it is it really new as thought. Yeah. Um, because you, you end Ragnarok and he's, you know, he's king of Asgard. You know, he's accepted his role. He's control. He's regained control of his powers. He's got to a place where he's like, yeah, my hammer's gone and that really sucks and it hurts. But like the hammer wasn't everything I am. No. Um, And he's in a good place and he's getting on with people and, and he's king and all the rest of it. And then Endgame comes along. And it's
1: like no. Well, even in Infinity War, you know, he's the same. You know, all of his people are now dead, and you know, there's no Asgard. But he has got this aim in mind where he has to go to. He has to get a new weapon from
0: yeah
1: tree. Um, it, you know, I can't remember where it's called. Nidavellir. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to try try and pronounce it.
0: Um, I'm, I'm big on my Norse mythology, so I, uh, yeah. I know all about those realms.
1: Yeah, see, he's, uh, you know, he's still Thor in those movies. He's got, yeah. a, great, got a great moment with, uh, you know, Quill and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it just works, and then they bring it into Endgame, and it's just shit. You've made him fat and depressed, and he's yeah. not Thor. He's not, he's, he's not a human. He is, you know, he's yeah. an Asgardian. He's meant to be strong and powerful and got this incredibly, like, strong mind. And, and he's just kind of... I guess because he's been living with humans all this time, he's kind of stooped to our level. He, you know... Yeah, I know what
0: you struggles mean.
1: Struggles with these things. But he's still the king of Asgard.
0: Yeah. Um, and I was really hoping that now... Um... Okay, so... Odin had the Odin force. That's what made Odin so powerful. Um, And his weapon was the spear. Um, So I was kind of hoping that once once Mjolnir was destroyed, that Thor would just use his father's spear and he would have access to the Odin force because he's now king and the rightful heir to Asgard. Um, I don't like... um, I I don't like Stormbreaker.
1: It's too big. It doesn't work.
0: Way too big. It looks ridiculous.
1: Although I can't imagine Thor wielding an axe like this big.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But even just... That's what I mean, though. I feel like it would have been better if he had the spear. Yeah, it it fits Because he uses it when he fights Hela in Ragnarok.
1: I thought it was buried with Odin. Oh, no, Odin's not buried. What what happens to the spear? I guess it just blows up yeah
0: I'm guessing it was left on Asgard
1: I imagine it's in the vault or something
0: well well no because he fights Hela um, and she kind of knocks it out of his hand and then she's got him pinned down over the balcony and then the lightning blasts and you get that awesome um, Led Zeppelin immigrant song playing and (laughs) yeah Ragnarok <laughs> is a delight from start to finish, and I'll probably watch it when we're done here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I just really want to see it again now. <laughs>
1: well, um, Jeff Goldblum as well was great, isn't it?
0: Oh, he's great. great at everything. But...
1: <laughs> you only pointed this out to me the other day, was how Ragnarok te- doesn't really make sense yeah. with, with, you know, Loki and Thor both get their power, pa- and one out. Well, no. I imagine it's just Hela and Thor get their power from Asgard, and once Asgard is destroyed, yeah, then just mere mortals. But they're not, um, unless yeah, I know what you're saying about the uh, the Odin Force, or is that what it's called? Yeah, well, unless Thor has got that, and they just. But I imagine that comes from Asgard as well. Well,
0: this is the weird thing. Like their power in the comics and in. Uh, mythology their powers don 't come from Asgard um, they have their power because they are gods yeah. i didn 't like this idea that like Thor gets another weapon and all of a sudden he's all powerful again like I thought we'd already established at the end of Ragnarok that he has the power it 's not the weapon it 's the man or the god in this case
1: I think uh, well where Od- Odin has that great line when you're not you're not Thor. God yeah. of hammers.
0: Oh, you thought God of hammers?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, it's more of a tool he uses to project that yeah. power and, you know, aim that, get that power down. Yeah, focused power, yeah, that's the word. But I think he could do that with any weapon. Give him, you know, yep. just a random old sword or something he's picked Give up. Give him with.
0: Odin's king spear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as I think, like, we know that you can shoot energy out of it because Odin does that in the first Thor movie when he rescues them from Jotunheim. Yeah. Uh, He turns up, aims the spear, and is like...
1: Turns up on this, like, amazing horse.
0: Yeah, that horse is called uh, Sleipnir, and it has six legs. Wow, I didn't notice the six legs. Yeah, I look, I was watching... um, As I say, I really like my mythology, um... Sleepnir is actually, I believe, the son of Loki. Loki has a couple of sons. Femris the Wolf is one of Loki's sons, as is Hela in the proper Norse mythology. Um, but Sleepnir is Odin's horse and it has six legs. And then when I was watching Thor, it, he arrives on you know, when they're stood at the edge of the cliff and they're about to get fucked by all the giants.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Odin comes in and the horse rears. When it rears, I, I looked and I was like, it's got six legs. That's brilliant. Just really minor attention to detail, but yeah. like, yet another reason. Knows,
1: then, Norse mythology. Uh, mythology yeah. yeah. Been a great moment for you. See, I didn't know that. I'm not big on. I like um, I like the gods. I think I'm more of a Greek god fan, but you know,
0: Yeah. I like uh, Greek gods as well. I, I like mythology in general.
1: Um, I, well, I think I'd like Norse gods just because of the Thor. MCU movies, which I know yeah. is based on the North, North gods, and I, I, you know, going back and reading all of these gods would be great, uh, I know, it would be worthwhile, I, I'd enjoy it, but I yeah. just haven't, I'm more there's, of a Greek god
0: fan. There's a book by Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman's one of my favourite writers, um, he wrote a book where he basically collected all of the Norse sagas and the myths and wrote them out as proper stories. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's just Neil Gaiman, North, Norse mythology, um, but it's got all of the stories listed there. Highly recommend it to anyone out there. Um, very good book and explains all these stories um, in quite a, a good narrative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I can't fault Thor. I like all of those movies. Ragnarok is my favourite. Like it's probably everyone else's favourite. But
1: yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's funny. It brings a yeah. I I enjoy it because it it has got a real really serious like what's going on is quite serious. You know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. His home is blown up. It's it's been destroyed by yeah. um Surtur. 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 Yeah. But it's just great. It's just hilarious moments. Even when Stan Lee has that cameo and cuts Thor's hair. Yeah.
0: Uh, right, you so, will not cut the hair of the son of Odin, and then <laughs> he comes out, and he's like, "Oh no, please don't hurt me."
2: <laughs>
0: and
1: even uh, right at the beginning, when when he's uh, tied up and he's speaking to Surtur, and he's like,
0: "Yeah,"
1: he's spinning around, he's like, yes. wait a
0: minute, wait, I'm not doing this. it's come back round. It's come back round. Yeah. So what you're and saying it, is, all I need to do is knock that tiara off your head, and like, <laughs> at the end of. Uh, the end of Asgard.
1: Yeah, you mentioned earlier about the um, the Led Zeppelin song. I'm yes. pretty sure they use the, the they, they, they use the same song when he's yeah. beating up all of Surtar's. like.
0: Yeah, they use it in um, the beginning and they use it uh, at the end. And it's a great song, and it is. It's about the Norse gods. Yeah, yeah, that's why it, it talks about the ships and you know, hammer of the gods, Valhalla. We are coming, like. Yeah
1: yeah it works it works you can't fault that movie in any way no no, no it works in any single way other than the um the whole where they've explained you know the powers come from asgard now asgard is destroyed they shouldn't be powers. yeah i imagine they will explain their way out of that they'll just completely ignore it because i forgot all about that yeah until you told me until you've ruined the whole film series <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't help it. I notice these things. Um, yeah. But more often than not, I'm willing to forgive them if the film does a good job regardless. Um, does, in terms of Ragnarok, like the characterizations are spot on. Everybody has an arc. Thor, Loki, even Heimdall gets some time to shine. Um, Jeff Goldblum's amazing. What does he, what does he say? Um, that woman who hangs around with him, she's yeah. like, oh, the slaves are revolting. And he's like, what did we say about that word? And she's like, the servants with jobs are evolving.
1: <laughs> it, it might be the servants who don't get paid or something.
0: Yeah. Just yeah. so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's I, no missteps. There's no misbeats.
1: Valkyrie's great in it, great in it as well.
0: Very cool.
1: My, <laughs> probably my favourite moment is when, when they chuck Thor into the, the gladiator ring or, you know yeah. the arena, and you've got Thor, and he come. You've got um a Hulk who comes running out, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> Where, he's a friend from work. We know just, each like, other." <laughs> you are uh,
0: embarrassing me! I told them we were friends.
1: <laughs> you've got Loki up in. Um, yeah. Loki up in uh look. Like, look <laughs> <who> it is! <laughs> you just see Loki's face drop. Yeah. It's a great front, uh, film. And you were talking about the um, the music they used right there in in um, Ragnarok, the the yeah. Up the music, and it reminds me of that scene in Avengers, which I guess kind of brings this back nicely. When uh, when Tony turns up, uh, you know, when Loki's just stolen that guy's eye, and Tony turns up in the um, in his Iron Man suit playing. I can't remember what song it is. Shoot a I think thrill. Yeah, it's it, it yeah. is perfect. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it works so well. Um, you've got the great. Uh, I suppose we can talk about Avengers as well.
0: We really should because it it's a historic film. There's no way to say it isn't. Like it's culturally important. It it was something that I don't feel like it really been done before. Um, um, you know. The idea, you got all of these movies about these people so you understood them and then you had them all come together. Even just seeing them on screen together for the first time was just amazing.
1: Yeah, I think that's where the majority of the fans of the MCU kind of got into... Yeah. It's. I know, I I. watched Iron Man 2 in the cinema um, but it wasn't... I didn't go back and rewatch everything until I'd seen... Um, the Avengers movie,
0: yeah,
1: which I think came out in 2012. Uh,
0: right? Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Sounds, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I'd seen the Avengers movie that I then was like, "Oh right, I'm gonna." This movie was great. I didn't understand it at the time because I, I hadn't watched the previous films, but I was yeah. like, "You've got these cool characters, you know." I'll go back yeah. and watch it once I've got nothing And <laughs> Who <laughs> surprisingly plays quite a large role considering,
0: yeah,
1: um, you know, uh, he's just got a bow and arrow.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I like Hawkeye, he's um, Jeremy Renner does a good job. I don't want to see a Hawkeye movie, I'm happy just seeing him in Avengers.
1: I I want to see a Black Widow movie with Hawkeye,
0: yes, in, the, in it, which I've seen other
1: Yeah, they mentioned that a few times and I really want to know what's happened. But now they've said that, I I really don't want it just to be a letdown.
0: I think it'd be cool to see, like, so so they mentioned how Clint was sent to kill Natasha but ended up, like, bringing her in and turning her to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. I think it'd be really cool seeing a movie that is um, kind of him hunting her. Because you have a cool opportunity to do, like, some versus stuff. But then throughout the movie, you can just kind of uh, set it up so that by the end they maybe have a fight and then fight together against another foe um, because she turns um, she might like, changed her mind or whatever. Yeah, that be massive, interesting to see.
1: Not a massive fan of Hawkeye, but I am a fan of Clint Barton. In the, yeah. he's he's great in all of them. Yeah, you know, all of the films he's been in, he's great. Um, uh, other Kind like decent characters. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's Nick Fury's like right hand woman. Uh,
0: Maria Hill.
1: Maria Hill. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Robin, but that's from How I Met Your Mother.
0: That is yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's also great. She also does a good job in that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a good actress. Um, yeah, she's cool as Maria Hill. I like that she keeps coming back. I like that they didn't just save her for Avengers and leave it at that. Like she's in. Um, Age of Ultron. I think she's in Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, Great scene at the
1: end of Infinity War when she's with, um, yeah, uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. Although there are there is speculation that she's a Skrull um, at that point. Um, now potentially, because in that clip. I don't you've seen Captain Marvel. He, he says yeah. no one calls me Nicholas, not even my mum calls me like everyone calls me Fury. Yeah.
2: Um
1: and in that in that um end game not end game Infinity War clip she says Nick about four time four or five times as they're about to crash. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it, yeah. yeah. So there's potential that she's a scroll, which would be cool.
0: Yeah. I like the scrolls. Um But they also set they also set famous. up in um Far From Home, that Nick Fury isn't Nick Fury. Oh. Because he's a Skrull.
1: Oh, shit. Do you not see that? I probably have, but it's completely slipped my mind. So in Far From Home, they I've only seen Far From Home once.
0: Yeah, same. I need to watch it. I might have that wrong. Incidentally, the fact that those Spider-Man movies aren't on Disney Plus is ridiculous. Same with the Hulk movie, you know. Yeah, but I think less people care about the Hulk movie.
1: Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Homecoming. It's yeah, it's a good movie. It gets you into the. It gets you into um, Tom Holland Spider-Man, yeah. which works he works great, but um, I'm not a massive fan. It's a very high school based stupid. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and again, he goes back to school after. End game when he's five years yeah. older, but he hasn't lived those five years, and everyone else is five years older. Another <laughs> you know, competition. Another is Like Ned is Ned least, is five years older. Yeah. I imagine. I I. No, I know, I they're the same weird. same age. Yeah, but was he was he dusted? Yeah,
0: I think he was dusted as well. oh I Because guess. that's why they're on the trip together, and then yeah. that the, I. There's something really uncomfortable about that guy who keeps hitting on uh, MJ, because he's got to oh. be like coming up to twenty now, and she's going to be like fifteen. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's and she's uh, not aged at all. She's not yeah. aged because she's been pretty She's been dead for, for the last five years. Yeah, and he, uh, although, <laughs> what's his character? Now? What's his name? I don't uh, I know. remember. Hasn't he got quite a um, hasn't he got quite? a... He's, he comes up in the comic comics a lot. Uh,
0: he might well do. I I'm, I can't. You're not
1: a fan of the Peter Parker
0: um, comics, anyway, are you? No. If you if if you watch our episode on um, comic books with my uh, my good friend Chris, um, you will know that I'm not a big Peter Parker fan. Now I love uh, I love Spider-Man and Tom Holland in those movies. Uh, very cool. I enjoy watching them. Um, but as far as comic book characters go, I'm not a big Peter Parker fan. Um, yeah. I think Miles Morales is a much be- better Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, the the best Spider- Spider-Man movie is the um, the Into the Spider-Verse, in yes. my opinion. Yeah, I, would totally agree. I I guess you have got Peter Parker in there a few times. Yeah, but it's, he's not the main. It's not the main Spider-Man in that film.
0: No. I mean, Sony. Sony seem set on making their own Spider-Man mini-verse. Um,
1: well, after the success of Spider-Verse, then why wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, a lot of people attribute that success to the fact that Kevin Feige was like a silent producer on it. Um, Maybe. Which it doesn't surprise me. Um, I would. Oh, excuse me. Mm. It was me yawning
1: before. I was, was going to say, yeah. you were ta-
0: you were worried about you <laughs> yawning. Um, yeah, I. I mean, we should we should cover Spider Man because that's um, uh, firstly, it's something that most fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe never thought they'd see. Um, none of us ever dreamed that Sony and Disney would make a deal that would allow Spider Man to turn up in these movies. Um, yeah
1: it did stupid not to <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, it, Sony have tried and failed to make Spider-Man franchises before. Um, and well, both when,
1: the previous franchises, so...
0: Yeah, both so it's Tobey Maguire Man. and Andrew Garfield has both played Spider-Man in Sony movies, and whilst Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Tobey McGuire did quite well, Amazing Spider-Man didn't. Um, and when the Marvel Cinematic Universe is experiencing such a high you would have you'd have to be insane to pass up on the opportunity to be a part of that definitely Um, yeah and with that subjecting themselves to disney's writing it's given us in my opinion one of the best spider-men like on screen Um, you know Um, so yeah i i have no issues with those whatsoever um but the more shocking news, in a way, is um, the Fox buy buyout. Yeah. Um, Disney now has access, almost unlimited access, to all of their characters again. Um, with buying Fox, that means they get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four back. Um, it's kind of weird. It's a, it's a great time to be uh, a Marvel fan, um, because everything is working out. Um, Kevin Feige's even taken over doing the comic books, um, Marvel Comics. Yeah, he's I think he's been made chief executive. Um, I don't know how much he's actually doing there, but I mean, I think Disney just wants to hand everything to him because there's also rumours that he's going to be doing some Star Wars work. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're living in a time where like Marvel took this premise. Let's take our D-list heroes. The Art Iron Man and Captain America and, and these characters that haven't really been selling very well and are hugely popular and built the biggest movie franchise in human history out of those characters. Yeah. Um, and along the way, did so well that they picked up all of the characters that they'd sold off in order to keep going 20, 30 years ago. Um, so now we're in this crazy, crazy place, where we've had our Avengers franchise, uh, we've got X-Men on the way, Fantastic Four on the way, uh, more Spider-Man coming, like, uh, there's talks that Universal are going to start allowing the use of some of the characters they own, which will be, uh, the characters of interest would be um, She-Hulk, Jennifer Walters, who is probably one of my favourite female superheroes. Um, and also namor the submariner um, oh, yeah. red hulk
1: red hulk is cool i, we'll I know nothing about red hulk. hulk i just like how he looks as a red hulk
0: yeah well he works slightly differently to green hulk um we've we've spoken about it before how um he got around the enchantment on Thor's hammer um, oh yeah, yeah. just Fantastic. And I I would struggle to believe that Marvel would struggle to do anything cool with that character, I'm sure they would. Um, well, they,
1: the universe when Marvel kind of fucked up the abomination for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's Was the abomination, thing? so.
1: It wasn't the right casting, the film didn't do very
0: well. No, no. Um, I quite like that fight, though.
1: It's okay. It's, it's not the worst fight in, you know, MCU history, but it's not great. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a film for me. I, I've only watched that film once. I didn't really enjoy it. But yeah. it's, it sets up Bruce Banner and Hulk in the MCU. So, you know, it's an origin film. It's, yeah. It, do, it does what it's supposed to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one can really. You can't really ask for much more than that.
1: No, I, I can't fault... I can't say... It doesn't work, or you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a guy who has survived gamma radiation and now turns green and massive when he gets angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that it's not just when it gets he gets angry; it's when his heart rate gets up, isn't
0: it? Because he he well, nearly gets gets it on with um with uh, Liv Tyler, doesn't he? He does. I'm not now. I'm not sure how much of that they're carrying into the MCU. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Because he has that relationship with Black Widow and we all love love Mark Ruffalo and Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Uh, We don't want him to be forced into celibacy forever. So I hope that he can still get some.
1: (laughs) Well, well, he's now Professor Hulk, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean. That's not going to work. Yeah, he's a pretty big dude. If he couldn't before, he definitely can't now.
1: Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Slight, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, like, well, I'm going to take it away from that aspect. Um, Professor Hulk, um, I know he's a combination of the two. Yeah. But if he gets really angry, will he go full Hulk at some point?
0: I don't know. I don't know what they're planning on doing with that cat. I feel like Professor Hulk is kind of... In a way, it's kind of the last idea, because, like, how are you going to reconcile? Like, if if you're going to say, oh, you know, I just stopped treating him like a curse. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very difficult for you to turn around and separate Bruce Banner and the Hulk again, because then you have to have them at odds again. Uh, it's kind of, I, I feel like Professor Hulk is the last idea. So, unless they're going to do something real crazy, like separate them entirely so that the Hulk exists and Banner exists, and that's going to be the, the, the driving force, I don't really know where they're going to go with
1: it. That makes Banner kind of redundant. Yeah, he's a great scientist, but all of yeah. his ability comes from the Hulk. And now that they're together, his abilities are weaker.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: there's... He's, not, he's, not, he's not as smart, and he's not as strong anymore.
0: It's yeah. Just, the, got
1: more control, which
0: there is a really cool animated film called Hulk versus, and it's two short films uh, It's Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. And in Hulk versus Thor, Loki captures Banner and uses magic to separate the two, and then he kills Bruce and sends, like, takes the control of the Hulk's mind to use him to kill Thor. Um, okay. The problem becomes that. Without Bruce Banner's restraint, the Hulk becomes an unstoppable killing machine. Um, and so, Thor journeys to Hell and has to take, get the soul of Banner, and put them back together. Because it turns out that Hulk is not bad, but he's prevented from being bad because Bruce is kind of in the back trying to, yeah. like, not. Take control of him but just try and steer it it's a bit like a conscience isn't it like exactly that. exactly yeah. that's that's a really good analogy
1: um, you know he's still he's still part bruce he's still human he's still got he's still got empathy yeah. for these people yeah um but i like i like that natasha can calm him down when he's the hulk yeah
0: you know immediately used in Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, um, you know, hey big guy, the sun's getting low And then (laughs) Thor's just like, the sun's getting low, the sun's getting low Why are
0: you saying that? Just shut up a minute Uh, We keep bringing it back to Ragnarok, it's just so funny Like, when he finally stops being the Hulk And he's Bruce Banner And he's got to wear Tony Stark's clothes And he's just like, (laughs) they're all so tight
1: (laughs) Yeah I know they... um, did they cut the scene out where they're eating those weird noodle things? Yeah, uh, it they're might. Cool, but... it, or it might. It might be the. Um, well, anyway, they sit. They sat on the ship in. What's the, what's the planet called? Uh, Sakar. Sakar. Yeah, they are sat on the ship and they're eating these weird, like thick noodle things, and they look horrible. When it, I think they turn out to be like living or something they're like worms or something vile yeah they, I, I think they cut that out from the um from the film or it might be yeah. in the um the scenes yeah although one of the uh, in the second thor film when they release loki another yeah. um they, they they do that bit in the film where loki dress is he turns himself into captain america yeah. he's he's talking away they've got that but as loki as um tom hiddleston dressed in the captain america suit saying the same shit like okay is that's that was in um, well you've got disney plus if you go onto the thor movies you can see like the extras Okay. And there's, there's, um, you know, I'll give you a few bits yeah. to watch. There's, there's great moments like, you know, they, they explain how these films were made, or um, they show you extras, and that was okay. kind of the Check those out. I do
0: like making offs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's. I'll
1: definitely check that Quite funny. I've seen. I've seen a few of them. Um, I watched all of yeah. the Thor ones. because, uh they, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think we really finished um, Avengers did we
0: Well I mean I don't know what more there is to say um yeah we've both gushed over how much we love that movie and how great it is and and how like it's it's kind of the first film of its kind in a lot of ways um mm you know it, something that ambitious, ambitious had never really been done before um, and to see it happen and be such a success and get people not just reading comics but interested in these movies and in these characters. Um, like, uh, I can't give it enough praise. Um, it changed cinema and that's not, just like a, that's not just a passing statement like it's undeniable um, movies and uh, comic book culture has changed in the wake of that movie and that effort, and yeah. I like—I like to think it's for the better. Uh, a lot of studios would probably disagree because um, a lot of filmmakers have come out against the Marvel universe,
1: unless um, that they haven't got something that's done as well. Well, that's—that's that's the thing.
0: Like, you can't—you can't. You can't Claim that these movies aren't important and don't count, or even that they're not movies. Um, yeah, like they are movies and they don't make that much money without great effort. Um, mm. it's very difficult to say that Marvel movies aren't movies when, firstly, they are clearly movies, they've been shot and shown in cinemas. Uh, they are feature length, they feature stories, they're a fucking movie, get over it.
2: Um, <laughs> like.
0: You can't. The problem is a lot of people want to judge the movies that are made now based on their performance compared to those movies, and it doesn't work that way. No. I think the reason that these movies have made billions of dollars is because people have invested in this for ten years. Like people signed on way back with Iron Man One, and they they journeyed with it, and so people who have spent that long. Um, being part of this cohesive universe, like they're gonna go see these movies and they're gonna go, they're gonna want to see how it ends or at least how the story of those characters ends. And if they're a really film one at like, the market, yeah, but There's like, no,
1: as far as superhero movies go, the only thing you can compare it to is DC, and you
0: and, can't because and you can
1: because it's, it's shit. It's
0: yeah, it's a failure good. compared to the Marvel universe.
1: Anyone who enjoys comic books or superheroes, or even just like fantasy or sci-fi, they're gonna yeah. go and see these movies because that's what they're interested in, and they're made so so well. Yeah, you know they they're not gonna they're not gonna not watch them, and yeah they may not have they may not be true stories. They might they the storyline behind them may not be as good as these real movie, yeah like real my real life movies but you can't sit there and say they're not movies
0: yeah yeah it's it's weird that the academy almost refuses to recognize them as regular movies like you can't have something be a cultural phenomenon like these movies are and then see the oscars like snub them like like they're not good enough well, I,
1: I think the only... Have they won many awards? Or I don't just think, Black they've, I think they've won awards,
0: two. but I think Black Panther's the only one to win an Oscar. Like a, like a mainstream award. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Hmm. Black Panther's a good film.
0: But the fact that the Suicide Squad from, like, eight years ago won an Oscar should tell you everything you need to know about how much that award is actually worth.
1: Yeah, I see, I've never seen it. I...
0: Yeah, don't bother. Like... Don't, don't throw away an hour and a half, two hours of your life. There's no point. Trust me. I did it <laughs> so you don't have to.
1: <laughs> That's fair enough.
0: Um, uh, yeah. But if you, you know, a lot of people grew up
1: watching, oh, well, reading comic books, yeah. watching cartoons, enjoying sci-fi. Even if you're, I'm, I'm a lot of Star Wars fans, are fans of Marvel because it's fantasy, it's sci-fi, it's things yeah. they enjoy. yeah um of course they're going to go and watch these films and of course they're going to make millions and millions of dollars (laughs) yeah like 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 you were saying how you know they've you've they've invested in 10 years worth of films but they've also invested in 20 years worth of comic books yeah and it might not be exactly the same storyline but it's
0: it's mm-hmm. fairly close, actually. A lot of the time they adapt something that already exists, and I think that's a problem DC needs to address because um, they're all over the place. Um, okay. Marvel have adapted specific books and plot lines and storylines, um, mostly, not in every case, of course. Um, but the other thing is so I, I said this to I said this on the episode where I rebooted the DC Universe. I've said it on our Star Wars episode, and I, was, I think I even said it on this episode. Um, when people devote time and energy and money to something, it's not unfair for them to expect a certain return and a certain level of care to be taken with this thing that they're spending money on. Um, And I think Marvel is a prime example of if you... I'm not saying you should cater to those fans, but it's a perfect example of how you reward those fans with something like Infinity War or Endgame. Because in all honesty, Infinity War and Endgame aren't for people who haven't seen the other movies. They're not for casual moviegoers. Like, those two movies are for people who have been following this the whole way through, who have seen every movie multiple times, who know the trivia, who have a genuine connection and interest in these characters and these stories. Um, And to to see that devotion rewarded by a studio especially a studio as big as Disney, is, I think, a really good thing. Yeah. And it's not something that we should overlook.
1: No, definitely. All uh, right. Um, I'm not a comic book reader, but I think a lot of people who read comic books, they get, a, they get more out of these films because there's those little Easter eggs. Yeah. You know, every, every single character like met what a character and some minor characters in the in the MCU there is a storyline where they're in you know there is a comic book that is a is based around them even if they're just a, like a small character in these um in these films yeah. like uh like, Crossbones. yeah or you know, how the duck yeah exactly <laughs> you get a lot out of you get a lot out of being a comic book fan and watching these movies and watching these yeah. movies yeah so, yeah just <laughs> to, to say they don't count as movies is bollocks yeah um, it it just smacks of um petulance yeah and i imagine it's the mainstream well you know like mainstream medias that are coming out and saying things like that because it's probably people that are 40, 50 years old that aren't massive comic book fans because it's deemed as, you know, for children. Yeah. Or, or the Marvel movies, that's for children. Why would I go and watch that? It's a child's film. and Yes, it is. It doesn't mean you don't get any enjoyment by going to the cinema and watching no. I Man. It came out. It's, yeah. The MCU has done a lot for comic books and, um, and, and for film. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We mentioned earlier with the, the top grossing films how... I'm going to say more than five are in that top ten. I think,
0: yeah, I think it is more than five. I think there's even a couple of Disney films in there that aren't Marvel. So Disney, I'm pretty sure Disney holds something silly like seven out of the top ten grossing movies of the
1: time. Yeah, I imagine Lion King's up there. Not that Lion King's a particularly good film.
0: Uh, um, I think it might be, actually, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's... The ones that aren't Marvel, I'm pretty sure, are Lion King, Avatar, and Titanic. And then I think it's um, Endgame, Infinity War, uh, Black Panther, Homecoming? Really? Far from home. Yeah, that Spider-Man movie. First Spider-Man movie ever to gross a billion dollars. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, maybe take the fucking hint, Sony. (laughs) <laughs> you know like if if marvel is willing to throw you scraps from the table take those scraps because they're still better than anything you're going to do
1: yeah well, although they are i think they will do well with the venom movie
0: yeah well sony and disney have a deal now um that at least partially covers um so obviously disney bought fox fox contains some sports news affiliates um Whilst the Fox company retained a lot of those rights, um, I think Disney does have a couple. So I believe Disney gave Sony a piece of ESPN. Um, I believe. I'm not 100%. I haven't read the contracts or anything. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's what I've read in my my own um, research into the deal that, that they have. But I see no reason to believe that that deal's. Ever not going to be relevant, um, or at least updated and and honored.
1: So, I'm fairly sure they've come out and said it's the same, um, the same universe. Um, yeah, I can't remember where Venom was set, but it wasn't set in New York
0: or San Francisco.
1: Yeah, it's on the other side. It's on the other side of America. I don't know how to so, say
0: So he might run pretty into...
1: Sure it's on the other side.
0: Yeah. He might run into Ant-Man. Perhaps. Because perhaps. Ant-Man is based in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, incidentally, um, Ant-Man, I think we should just cover briefly. Um, Paul Rudd, genius, brilliant in anything and everything. I never get tired of seeing his face. Um, no. He also helped write the script for that Ant-Man movie.
1: Um, I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, and co-produced it. Like, he was—he's really on board with Ant-Man. He loves doing it, and uh, he'll probably do it as long as they'll let him.
1: I didn't realize how many films he's been in, but he's been in Superbad, or was <coughs> or it the other one with? No, it's. Oh, you always talk about it. It's got um, Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine in it. Ah, uh,
0: yeah, uh, that is super. It,
1: bad. Is it Superbad?
0: Yeah, I don't think Paul Rudd's in that one. I think he's in Knocked Up. I Seth thought was dressed up.
1: You know, is it super bad where they're all performing the like the medieval fights?
0: No, that's role models. That's role yeah. models.
1: Yeah, he's in yeah. role models because he comes out dressed up as yes. as, uh, ki- as Kiss. Yes. it's it's because I'm getting the guy who plays McLovin mixed up in the two films. Yeah, that's
0: um, fair. great film. Uh,
1: they're both very similar films, I think.
0: Well, yeah, in their own, in their own way. The, like, yeah, there's a certain similarity, way. at least in, say, genre.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a fan of um, super bad. No? I turned it off
0: halfway through, but Role Models was... was Role good. Models is really good. <laughs> Sean William Scott needs more work. Like, I yeah. love that guy. Yeah. He'd be pretty cool Which... as, like, The Century. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, because yeah. Sean William Scott is actually a pretty good actor. And the century is kind of crazy, so I could see Sean William Scott being quite good at that.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people like that that don't get enough work. I mean, you're a big yeah. fan of Brendan Fraser. Yeah,
0: we're all we're all fans of Brendan Fraser here on this channel.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, we'd definitely do a podcast on the Mummy, but I need to rewatch those films. We will.
0: Same, same. Although I think we can both agree that the third one doesn't count. Uh,
1: Are we counting the Tom Cruise one in?
0: I guess we should watch it for comparison. It's a good film. It is a very good film on its own.
1: It's a completely different universe, but it's a good film.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Those first ones are just so great.
1: Yeah. And then you've got Scorpion King as well, which I haven't seen. Yeah,
0: which... Which I guess
1: kind of of ties in.
0: (laughs) Kind of. It's The Rock when he was just getting into acting, so, I mean... The Rock's an interesting one because he went from sort of he went from being an act, being a, a pro wrestler, and he goes into acting, and so he does the kind of movies that you would expect a pro wrestler to make. Um, Scorpion King, Welcome to the Jungle, also with Sean William Scott, great movie. Um, yeah, he's kind of a weird one because now he's one of the biggest stars in the world.
1: He always plays that same role for me now. Yes. Yeah. Now he's kind of a. It is a police or military man.
0: Yeah. Um. A, actions, generic action star.
1: Yeah. Although I don't know if you watched the movie with. Well, he's done quite a few movies with Kevin Hart, hasn't he? Which uh, I.
0: He's done a couple. I'm kind of. Yeah. Kevin Hart's Kevin fine. Hart. I think quite. Kevin Hart works best in movies with better actors and stars such as ride along with ice cube or um you know whatever it is that he's done with join johnson
1: it's got a good um screen um screen chemistry with uh with you know people like that with better actors
0: yeah i mean they're pretty good in in um jumanji
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah.
1: although jack black really helps that film we have gone so off topic (laughs) Yeah, we're talking about Marvel Phase One, then it just kind of yeah into Marvel, and now it's Jumanji.
0: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what this show is. You know how it goes. Um, but I, I, would take it as um, a good portent that I think we've covered Marvel pretty effectively. Uh, we've been talking for a good while now, so uh, so it's, I think this is going to be one of the longer episodes. Yeah, uh, it says
1: three hours in the top. Yeah, really I mean, like we were chatting for room
0: a room bit room. before we dropped the curtain, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was at least two and a half. So, yeah, uh, I th- we should probably call it a day there. Yeah, I'm but, so happy to. I yeah. think we
1: covered everything.
0: I think we well, I think we covered barely anything. <laughs> we kind well, of hit on well, the same well, beats a couple of times, but
1: I guess we could go through phase two and phase three but i imagine we'll just get yeah just we'll just get the caught up thing, by yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: we tried
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i had a good time i hope you had a good time i hope anyone listening at home um or at work or wherever you happen to be has also had a good time um but daniel thanks for thanks for being here and doing this with me again Pleasure. Um, i am as always here uh, go check out our channel we've got i think four videos up now um, I'm, I'm pumping them out as fast as i can ladies and gents uh, i don't know that anyone actually cares but i hope they do <laughs> um so yeah this should be up let's see uh the day after the next video that's going up um so yeah thanks for joining me daniel uh, we'll definitely do this again you know i don't know what will uh, what we'll do but i'm sure we'll figure it out um thoughts we can talk about isn't there there is thoughts. there is can't shut us up we get going as uh, <laughs> anyone watching has probably figured out by now but or
1: anyone who actually knows us
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah thank you for watching everybody um give us a like and subscribe it really helps us out a lot um check out our other videos and keep your eyes peeled for any new up and coming videos and
2: so yeah goodbye